Hey everybody, we're here. Every, like every Tuesday, we're here. Good to see y'all. Uh, good to see y'all. Sound like, sound like Roy there for a second. Uh, glad, glad to have you in there, Cranky. As always, firing up the chat nice and early. Uh, we appreciate it. <laughs> we're here for our Tuesday version of Call of Cthulhu beneath the umbral veil. Uh, let's let's just let's just jump in. Uh, do my best, Philly DeFranco. <laughs> um, <laughs> so here we are. Featherfall is sponsored by a few fine uh, individual. Uh, I I lost it. Uh, Found Familiar Coffee is one of them. They're going to be your source for any coffee, any and all coffee that you would like. Use the link down below. Uh, code Featherfall at checkout is going to save you ten percent. So. Support them. They're great for the community. We love them greatly and appreciate their uh, sponsorship. Uh, second would be Skull Splitter Dice. Check them out down below. Link down below as well. Um, you can, and if you're, I should say this, I never do because we do have YouTube and podcast listeners. If you are on one of those platforms, you can check the description box. Those links will be there as well. And you can use the same code, Featherfall, at checkout in Skull Splitter and Found Familiar and get yourself some dice and coffee. This is sponsored by Roll20, this playthrough of uh, Call of Cthulhu Beneath the Umbral Veil. We are using the starter uh, game, Edge of Darkness. Uh, Roll20 has uh, gratefully gifted us the starter set and the player's investigator's handbook, and we appreciate them for that. Roll20.net, this is how we roll. Uh, check them out for all their tabletop needs. Um, we used a new feature of it last night on the channel. We used the Star Wars 5th Edition uh, character sheets, uh, which were pretty slick, and we were happy to have them. Uh, we got a couple upcoming games. Um, we got tomorrow's going to be, uh, we're returning to our Wild Mount game. It's been off uh, for a little bit, but we are coming back. That would be September 2nd. Um, let's see. Not this Saturday, Sunday. Monday we'll be back with uh, Star Wars. Tuesday, that brings us to this game. We are taking next week off. Uh, got some uh, some meetings I got to go to attend to, uh, so we will not be here next Tuesday. But we'll be right back on track after that. And Wednesday, of course, for a wild mount game. I want to say thank you to all the new followers on our Twitch channel. We are pushing hard to get to a thousand, and once we do, we will have some sort of giveaway for you all. We are gathering the goods and wares to, you know, give out to all of you. We are at 737 at the moment, uh, so we got a ways to go, but if you are here watching the channel, hit that follow button, uh, check us out, so you get notifications when we go live again. If, again, podcast YouTube listeners, if you are there, come over to Twitch, check us out. We'd like to see you over here, um, and hit that follow button, okay? Uh, we'd appreciate it. Uh, we have channel points here. You can help the investigators out in this um, ever-maddening game by donating some of your channel points. You're here watching. You might as well use them. Uh, 1,500 points is going to give our players a D10 that they can minus off their roll uh, because they want the lowest roll that they can, and they may need that D10. Featherfall just redeemed one. So, uh, oh, a re-roll. He, he's going big time, straight to the top. Uh, so a player... Whoever needs it can re-roll their dice altogether. Pretty cool. Uh, there is some uh, ways to give the, the players advantage. In this case, it would be a bonus die, uh, not a 
Not a penalty die, but a bonus die. Anything else? That's Yeah, there's some other things. Or you can just save all those and become channel VIP. Nobody knows what that means. But uh, it'll be cool if you do it. It'll be cool. It's it's a selfish move because you're not helping the players and you're you know thinking about yourself wanting to rise to the uh, VIP status. But you know I won't I won't it, blame you. It's the right move to do. You get to like <laughs> rub it in the face yeah. of all the players. This is like forty points I could have given you guys. <laughs> just so you know. I th I think typos onto something. It might be the right move. All right. That's housekeeping, guys. We just we just zoom through it, dude. Not like that Billy Zed guy. He takes forever to get through the. Uh... I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's go. Let's recap, and we'll go over our our first session. Uh, I will say we had a session zero. So if you're you're new joining us here, you can go back and watch that and get some insight on these characters, um, and see some of their motivations, what they're doing here, and how they got here. Uh, and then we had our first session last week, and it got. Kind of interesting. A lot of uh, role playing happened. A lot of investigation, uh, like you should. But uh, you decided to take the goods that uh, Rupert Merriweather gave you uh, on his deathbed and and kind of vet them out. Figure out what's going on here. You had the sarcophagus and the Egyptian uh, hieroglyphs uh, transcribed from a professor on campus. Uh, you talked to Dr. Henry Armitage about Dave Vermees' mysteries. He was reluctant to let you in, but uh, through some uh, swift talking, he gave you access to his private library for a brief moment until he saw um, Teddy start to uh, uh, have some feels about that book. And he said, come back only when, you, when you're ready. Uh, you're, you're kind of wasting his time. And he's, he was, I think he was worried about you a little bit. You spent some time in Aunt Lucy's, the Teddy's favorite hotspot here in in Arkham. You had some dinner and breakfast, uh, probably single-handedly keeping Lucy in business. Uh, <laughs> Teddy and Roy went to the speakeasy and then went home. Um, Lewis and Archie, you guys went to your hotel that's uh, just outside of the train station. Um Lewis, you saw a mysterious figure in the back alley in a Studebaker with lights on, or, you know, running lights on, uh, sitting in there, uh, seemed like smoking a cigarette. It's kind of, kind of weird, kind of awkward. Uh, and then in the morning, you went back to, the, uh, to get your sarcophagus, and the professor there was a little, he was a little put off. Professor Warren Rice was a little put off. Uh, somebody came and tried to visit him in the middle of the night, uh, while he was at his office, and he was he was maybe a little paranoid, uh, and that's where we left off. You you all were just walking out of his office, and you're on campus at Arkham University, and I can take you there uh, with a click of a button. You are in the Liberal Arts Building, which is in the southwest uh, corner of the uh, campus. Orn Library is on the opposite corner, but that's where you are. Uh, what would you guys like to do? How'd you like to start this? Hmm. Uh, let's see. So we just got out of the office, and so what? What's the plan, guys? Do we want to go out and visit the farm, or do we want to like, uh, I don't know, check with the family or something first? 
whatever right. we do, I don't think we should split up. Right. Hey, I'd, be, I'd be more keen to, to go talk to the family, personally. But, um, I will leave that up to you. You seem like... I think it's reasonable bro. enough. If, if we go check out the farm, we, bre we better do it when there's when there's daylight to burn, though. If we go all the, out, all the way out there late and stuff, ain't nobody going to want to answer their door. Right. Of course. It's going to be a little bit weird making a house call with the uh, family in the middle of the night, too, so... Uh, Teddy, are you, are, are, do you have any any gut feelings about what's going on right now? Gut feelings about what's going on? Um, that I, I don't know, but I think young Bertrand knows more than he should. I believe you might be right. Uh, shall we take a trip over to the family house? Yes, let's. Seems totally reasonable to me. Make yeah, that sounds happen. good to me. Look, can we hop in the in your uh, fancy sure. fancy car? <laughs> yeah, we decided you had like a uh, a Model T type car with uh, the kind of the uh, extended cab. There's a seat in the back, uh, probably just two doors, and they got to kind of yeah. wiggle in behind. Got to crank it. Yeah. There's uh, two bench seats, one in the front, one in the back. Roy is, of course, riding up front next to uh, Teddy. Actually, Roy brought his uh, motorcycle today. Oh, yeah, that's case, right. So. That's right. So, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, describe your motorcycle. What kind? Of, what's a 1920s uh, motorcycle man. like? It's, um, man, the best way I can describe a 1920s motorcycle is, do you know, like, the motorcycles from World War One and World War Two? that all right i like it like they're not like a harley davidson right. or anything like that yeah kind of bare bones um we could yeah, say a little bit bulkier there um, there isn't where there was once an attachment for the the sidecar that is no longer there uh it's single rider yeah well right. single rider but you could get you could fit two with okay. a hug yeah. <laughs> uh does anybody want to hug roy on the way to merryweather's place <laughs> Go ahead and do that, I suppose. Oh, Lewis feeling, uh, or Archie feeling. A perfectly good seat in there. <laughs> I um, was joking with the eye wiggle. The one eye that I could see uh, invited me, so I go. All right, so you guys head okay. down. You know where Meriwether's house is. You head down College Street. And you're going to take a, a right on Garrison, which is the main road that cuts uh, the southern half of Arkham uh, down the middle. Uh, you head down there. Uh, you you leave some of like the residential kind of older uh, buildings, and and this is where Arkham has kind of expanded. So it's newer newer houses, newer developments out there. And you do stroll up to Merriweather's house. He does have a kind of a horseshoe drive driveway that you can drive in one end and exit out the other. Um, nice water fountain kind of in the front. Big house, two-story house that kind of expands back into a, uh, a decent uh, plot of land. Um, big double doors up front, red brick. Lights are on at home. Uh, this is, we'll say, it's like... I think you got to the the university at around eight, so we'll say it's a little bit after that. It's probably nine ish by the time you get okay. to uh, to Meriwether's place. 
Hmm. Oh, and uh, by the way, for anybody curious, there's a flame. Uh, the motorcycle he has is a Norton Model 18. Uh, max speed, 78 miles per hour. Give you something to Google. <laughs> mm -hmm. You have homework now. Uh, if no one has any objections, I'm just going to go knock on the door. Okay. Royal sure. ball up behind. Yeah, okay. I'm going to go up and just politely knock. Okay. Yeah, it's a, bit, it's a double door, thick, like oak. So I, it almost hurts your knuckles as you're uh, kind of rapping on it. Um, but it does, you can hear the reverberation move through the, the open uh, entryway of the house. Uh, it takes a minute or two of uh, knocking and waiting before the door does open up. And you do see um, Agnes there opening the door. She's got kind of a, like a, a house shawl over her uh, clothes, wearing the same clothes she was wearing from the hospital the last time you saw her. Eyes still super red, uh, more puffy uh, than before. Looks uh, really tired, uh, like she's had she's had quite the go. Um, uh, who 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 is this? Who who are you? Oh, uh, Agnes, this is uh, Lewis Holloway. I met you briefly at the hospital oh, a few nights ago. That's right. How are you how are you feeling today? That's right. I. Sorry, it's, I haven't slept in, since, I don't know, I don't know last time I slept, but uh, I, I guess, I mean, you're here, just, it, it, why are you here? Night, uh, how about we come inside and have a cup of tea and, and just, just relax and, um, you know, it's, it's, been a, it's been a rough time for everyone. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah you, yeah, you all can come in, that's, that's fine. Um, and she kind of like looks past you to kind of count heads a little bit yeah uh come in i i'm afraid uh Bertrand's not here it's just me at the time at the moment or or else we, we would uh i'd invite him down and she makes her way and there's a big kind of entryway with uh with a half wall that opens up into what would be like a, a family room it's got a, two couches facing uh, a center table there fireplace and you can see the makings of a kitchen off to the left of that room and she heads down two steps and into uh the kitchen uh please have a have a seat on the on the couch there i'll bring i'll bring some water and, and tea out um, roy roy tips an imaginary hat to her like <laughs> agatha uh and she exits or enters that room and uh behind uh through the door and behind the wall and you can hear the water turn on, and she's starting to uh, to turn on the stove and, and get stuff ready. Uh, boys, I thought this would might uh, be a good time to possibly do your thing. Uh, you told me your investigators, correct? <laughs> Maybe. Uh, uh, <laughs> look to Teddy. Maybe I could distract her long enough. Um, sure. Uh, we, I mean, we could always just tell her the truth. Like, hey, uh, your husband sent us on one last uh, errand for him, and we need a little bit of, we need to look through his study for to, uh, you know. Well, we could try the truth. Yeah. I mean, like, Would it I be know her. Truth to try the truth. I think Teddy knows her probably. 
mean, to be perfectly honest, I wasn't here to, to speak with Agnes. I was hoping to find Bertrand. Uh, well, I, I mean... I, we I know where he is. I don't know if she's gonna... let us have access without a really good reason. Um... Her, her, de her, de her, you... her late husband's dying wish ain't good enough. She didn't hear that dying wish, and look at her. She's a wreck. Like she's she's barely holding it together, and you want to lay that the, the testament of her husband's dying wish that she wasn't even present. To... She didn't get to be by his side. We were like that's. I mean, I brought her back in time. I well to say like you know, <laughs> Roy frowns to a watch him spasm one last time. Yeah, I mean, we were the last ones to talk to that man. We we robbed his family of their final Roy, moments with him. Roy frowns a little like, I mean, yeah, but not like we tried to do that or anything, but I and I, mean, I get what you I'm mean. I'm not saying it was intentional. I mean, we we didn't obviously kick them out of the room. I mean, it was, you know, Rupert's request that they leave and he had probably didn't know he was you know, that close to passing, but at the same time, uh, this woman's in a sorry state, and I'm I don't know that I'm too interested in putting much of a, more of an onus on her than's already present. Uh, Roy her son, on leave. the other hand, is a bit of a weasel, and I wouldn't have any problems shaking him about. So, what's the plan then? We go and, like, raid a the office, look for notes and everything in secret? Or maybe we could just ask what, what Bertram is. Get there. We could do that. I'm sorry, did I miss that? Do you suppose that she would... Oh. <laughs> uh, do you suppose that she would know um, about anything that uh, Rupert had been up to? supernaturally or because that would really that would affect the ability of the truth to work in our favor here as if it weren't already kind of a bad choice i strongly I'm, doubt it what do you think i'm assuming the answer right. is no but given that roy knew uh, rupert and presumably the wife would roy know like rupert was like listen by the way about the supernatural business don't mention any of it to her would that, you have gotten right. that dog? At this point, you see the the door kind of open up in the, the rear of Agnes coming through first. And then as she clears the door, she turns around. Got a tray, uh, a kettle on there, and different mugs on there. <clears throat> uh, I We only have uh, black tea. I hope that's okay. Uh, what I should have asked first, what brings you all here? Uh, I'll, so, I'll sorry, help her with did, a tray and make sure she's got a, a spot to sit. Like, oh, th I don't know what the seating arrangement in here is, but thank you, I'll, thank I'll you. take over service. Um, Teddy, it was, I believe. Uh, thank you. Um, yeah, I'll have. I'll, I'll, I'll sit here. Uh, I didn't interrupt uh, your conversation, did I? Uh, please continue. Oh, I was asking you a question, G GM. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> the question was since I knew Rupert. And we've established last session, 
Roy's met with his wife a little bit too. Through okay, Rupert. yeah. Would Rupert have said, hey, Roy, don't bring any, up any of that supernatural business. My wife doesn't know. Uh, no. I don't think he would have specifically said it's off the table. No. Okay, so it's implied then that this woman is probably privy to his interests, if not the actual she, depth of what he was doing. She could have been, yeah. I mean, okay. I don't think it ever came out in conversation that you that he told her or she saw anything. Uh, because, I mean, going back, he did this when he was a younger student. So mm -hmm. it was probably before Agnes's time and their relationship together. Not Agnes's time, but their relationship time. Um, so he had kind of moved on. Maybe so maybe maybe he she knows. Maybe she doesn't. No, it was, I mean the reason I brought it up was like since Roy's in essentially a secret agency, it's one of those don't bring up your job. She's not privy to this information. Like this is we are not talking about work right now. Um. I think there might be a different circumstance here being that you were, you all had a deeper relationship with okay. Rupert. And so this might cross a, a professional line. You might mm -hmm. want to cross that professional line in asking her to find out more. I think you okay. could, I think you could get that. Okay. Um, Miss, Miss Agatha. It's Agatha, right? Agnes. Agnes. Shoot. <laughs> Shoot. Uh, Miss Agnes. Um, Roy actually prickles a little bit, like, saying Miss. <laughs> like, the, 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 that bit of, like, Miss or Mrs., it hurts a little right now. Uh, um, you, I'm, I'm sorry to ask, bring this up, but uh, you, were you, uh... Your, your husband... Gave us some information about like some unfinished business he had to take care take care of, and um, um, I was wondering if you knew anything about like any of the uh, some of his occult stuff. Like I'm sure he had a little hobby or something. Oh, it's been it's been years since he's brought any of of those uh, mistakes. He. He always called them his mistakes. He, it's been years since he's brought those up in any conversation, but something, something did happen um, just uh, like a week ago. Um, there was a, oh, what was his name? I, I wrote it down. It's, um, I'm sorry. I, uh, my mind is all over the place. It's, I wrote it down in his office. Uh, if you pardon me, I'll, let me go no, get of, it. Of course. Take time that um, you need. So she gets up and, and, and leaves the room, going to the other side of the house now, down a, a hallway. Um, what is seemingly his office. Gone for a minute, maybe. Comes back with a, a little uh, piece of paper. She puts it down uh, on the tray, the, the tea tray that is sitting on the table, the coffee table. Uh, and you can see on there, it says, from the desk of Rupert Merriweather. Um, his name is uh, Devin, Devin Black. He, a younger, younger gentleman, kind of looked kind of like you, uh, Archie. looked, you know, young in the face. Uh, he was here, and I, I, don't, I don't know what he was here for, but he left rather angrily. And uh, uh, I, 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 
I don't want to say it, but I did eavesdrop a little bit on their conversation, and um, some of those mistakes came out again out of uh, Rupert's mouth. Hmm. And what was the command's name? Uh, Devin Black, D-E-V-A-N-B-L-A-C-K. Black, a completely inconspicuous name in Kulk. <laughs> Pure coincidence. Um, yeah, he <laughs> he was here for maybe 15, 20 minutes and and left in a in a huff. And I know I know Rupert was quite angry afterwards as well. Hmm. And uh, what was the business this uh, Devin Black man man had? Like, what did he say his profession was? Uh, he was he was saying uh, he needs some information and that he wanted the um, uh, he wanted the uh, the keys to the house the, the the farmhouse the old farmhouse that uh, Rupert bought when he was younger is that so hmm can't imagine why he'd want that <laughs> Roy through his teeth. Uh, interesting. Say, your your uh, your son. Um, your 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 husband was involved with some of this occult. Did your son ever take an interest in this sort of stuff too? Uh, well, Birchin hasn't really taken an interest in anything other than getting some uh. Some gin, if you know what I mean. Uh, no, he he's kind of never been really one that's had a good relationship with his father. So anything Rupert was into, I think Bertrand tried to stay away. Oh, I see. I, I'm I'm sorry to hear that, man. Uh, what, what what's it that Bertram does? Like, is he a is, is he a banker? Uh, he that may be something he says, but no, he's. I don't think he does anything other than just leaves during the day. I don't. I, he doesn't really talk about it. Like today, he said he had to go to a meeting. A meeting for what? I have no idea. He's just kind of uh, rather aloof sometimes. I, I see. I'm very sorry. I know it's a hard part of. I've lost many people dear to me. Afraid Rupert was one of them. Thank you. Thank you for your uh for your uh consoling me. I appreciate it. Um Yeah, I don't I, I I don't know if this Devin Black has anything to do with anything or uh I like I said, I had never seen him before. Do, have you do you have you ever been out to the farmhouse, Agnes? Oh no, he uh Rupert said it was it was in rather poor condition and there's really no reason to drive all the way out to Ross's Corners just to see an old dilapidated shed. And I, you know, I I had no reason not to trust him or really to go out there anyways. Uh, Miss Agnes, um I know this is a little bit of me prying, but would you mind if we uh, look through your husband's study? Well, 
yeah, I, I don't, I don't mind. I, I was just going over some, uh, some paperwork there. Uh, his, and she, she like starts to fold in on herself a little bit, and you can see her, her eyes start to well up, and uh, I whip out a handkerchief to hand over to her, <laughs> and she kind of like pushes it away and pulls one out herself. Um, and, and dabs her eyes. Um, yeah, please come, come follow, follow me. Um, she gets up and leads down the hall in that same direction. And as you're walking through the hall, you do see some, um, there are some paintings on the wall. One is a, a, a rendition of the Meriwether family. Uh, they were much younger. Uh, you can tell this was done when Bertrand was just a little guy, maybe four or five years old. A, a oh. painting of them standing in the field. Uh, you do walk by a bathroom door, and then a little ways uh, further down the hall, you come to uh, what is his office. And as you go in there, there are big oaken bookshelves that kind of line one side, a big desk, leather chair. It's kind of really nice furnishings. Um, you see a bunch of paper just sta- just kind of piled everywhere. It's kind of in some disarray, with even with as nice as it is. As it is. Um, it's like, not like people were looting the place, but just Agnes maybe was going through some stuff. Um, yeah, here's, here's his office. Um, I mean, and she goes, she goes around and sits down at the chair and she holds up the paper. Um, and it it does say the, the living last will of Rupert Merriweather. I was just kind of going through some of uh, his things here. Um, what what might you be looking for? I, 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 I might be able to help you. Uh, out of character. Does anyone else want to talk? Yeah, I was... Uh, Agnes, did he um, have any favored reading materials about his mistakes? Uh, he, no, he had a journal for a long time that, uh, I think, I can't seem to find it in here anywhere, but that was the only thing he kind of kept close to him. Uh, no. Okay. Uh, would you mind if I took a, took a look for this journal? Uh, if you don't mind, sh- I don't, I don't. No, sure, I mean, uh, if you, if you do find it, I'd like to have it um and i can't uh, seem to find it can i snoop around the desk just yeah. kind of investigate yeah give me a you can give me a spot hidden roll okay and you do have a, a there is a re-roll out there for anybody that may need it just as a reminder so as we're going through this roll um kc kite thanks for the follow we appreciate it uh thank you very much um uh, Damn. So, yeah. yeah. That, uh, so Lewis is snooping around, and he has an extreme success. Um, but anyone else in the in the chat, uh, you can spend your channel points and help the investigators out here. Um, yeah. So you don't need that help, though, uh, Lewis, because you are quite keen. Um, you don't spot any journals. You do see like uh, legal pads that just have some like uh, random notes on it. You notice that the bookshelves are mostly filled with. Um, like architectural uh, building codes and and different architectural styles, 
uh, a little hobby maybe of his. But you do see um, in between two pieces of paper on the desk, kind of towards the bottom of one of the stacks, you do see a, uh, a leaf coming, like the, the tip of a leaf pointing out from between these two. And it has some of that same mold that was on uh, Rupert's torso in, in a much smaller capacity. But you can see just with that extreme success, you can see the, uh, the fuzziness of it making it okay. look very awkward. Um, can I ever so gently, without touching the leaf, move whatever is on top of it off? Yeah, you're yeah you're able to on the other end of the paper maybe lift up the pile and you do see it's it's probably yay big of a leaf one point there's no no other parts coming out of it just one pointed leaf and down the vine or I don't know leaf anatomy but down the the rib the main spine of the leaf is where that mold seems to grow and then it's emanating out. Okay. Um... Can I, can I take like a handkerchief? I'm assuming maybe I have one. Yeah, this sure. Time era, and pocket that or put it in my pack for now. Yeah. Um, are you trying to do it slyly? Um, or I mean, she's not really paying attention to it, so I, I mean. Uh, I'll kind I'll, of I'll distract ask. her with a okay. question. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, I I kind of see that he's found something, okay. and so I'll I'll kind of draw her attention <laughs> away from him and say, Agnes, not not to to pry it all well to be truthful it is prying and it's not really any of my business and i don't want to know specifics mind you but you you said you've gone through his his will there you didn't find anything surprising in there did you like uh um, you know someone unexpected receiving portions of his estate or anything like that well um just just the the four of you actually receiving that box that he had at the hospital and all the contents there within it, uh, it doesn't lay out what was in it. Um, but you've already received those, right? Yeah, that box. That's correct. Yes. Ma'am. Yeah. Um, other than that, no. It's just you know, we have we have some assets that we're kind of going back to Bertrand, and and you know, a lot of the things are. Are waiting, waiting for me to pass, I guess. But, you know, any kind of assets being handed down to Bertrand. I mean, we don't have much, but... I, I, I just... Oftentimes, you know, with, with the passing, the folks come out of the woodwork to try and stake their claims, and I was just curious if there might have been someone mentioned in there that would have had a claim to something that you know, just seemed a little out of the ordinary to you. Would, no. would hate for anyone to no. try and take advantage of your family. No, there in, was in there was um, some amendments to it. I guess you know, as as you get older and move through time, some of those people that you may have wanted to leave something to, uh, unfortunately, passed before you. So uh, I'm at one point it was stated in there, and she kind of she points to it. Um, it's kind of been crossed out where it says the, uh, the farmhouse was to be gifted to Marion Allen, uh, at one point. Um, 
but of course that didn't <laughs> Mary and Alan was yep. one of the first uh, of the Dark Brotherhood to pass so that got changed uh, and and that farmhouse doesn't show up anywhere else on the the will itself uh, Agnes uh, one more question from me uh, your son Bertram you said he's a fan of gin uh, yeah he'll he usually comes back home rather late at night after I've gone to bed and stumbling around he would never happen to tell you his favorite place uh, to consume this gin would he uh, no he it's always I'm, I'm going to a meeting mom and a meeting yeah that's that's okay. it hmm did he ever leave anything written down that might have given you a clue? No, like I said, he's he's kind of just to himself. I, yeah, I, I I was gonna say something else, but uh, I'll hold my tongue. I see. Uh, huh. Roy is actually thinking about something. Um. Roy kind of goes over to Teddy and like, hey, you think he, hey, uh, think he can hold her attention for a little bit longer? I, I think I'm going to uh, <clears throat> pay a visit to a certain... Uh, sure. uh, we, we've established that the, the son lives here, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Hey, what do you say, Teddy? Sh sure. Um, okay. So, so, Agnes, so, I I know things are still fresh, um, but perhaps you could tell me the story of how you and Rupert met. I feel like with the passing of a friend, it's it's often uh, helpful to remember some of the brighter times. And I don't think I've I've ever heard the story of how you two became a couple. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't thought about that that day in a long time. Um, <laughs> I was, uh, me and a girlfriend of mine were canoeing out by the island, uh, just south of the, um, the train yard. And my friend was, uh, <laughs> damn it, cranky. <laughs> he said they <laughs> they met through Tinder. Uh, that no. <laughs> uh, uh, we were canoeing uh, around the island, and and um, one of the fish jumped up and and kind of scared my friend, and we we tipped our canoe, and uh, luckily Rupert was he was there fishing on the uh, on the bank and saw us struggling and swam out and. Uh, got our canoe uh, right side up and and helped guide us back to the shore and it was kind of just went on from there um, you know you you almost owe it to him for a second there for risking his life to save ours uh, while this distraction is happening Roy is going to slip off, presumably right. under like the pretenses of like ah, I forgot my tea or something. Uh, yeah, give me a, 
Give me a stealth. We'll just we'll see how. Okay. Roy is going to make a stealth check. I have a stealth of seventy. I'll. <laughs> I was going to say I'll I give rolled you a ninety-five. So <laughs> there is a re-roll, right? There is a re-roll, but I was going to give you a bonus die because uh, Teddy was helping you out there. So okay, you'll keep the five. You roll a roll a ten, just a d10, and that'll take the ten spot. Okay. Let's see if we can roll another nine. Roll another nine. Mother! <laughs> so, yeah, that uh, 95, both rolls. Um, so, so there's a re-roll, you do, right? you do have a re-roll. <laughs> so you'd re-roll the whole, the whole shit. Is everyone okay with me taking that? Sure. Yeah, I, guess I gotta get a point to buy a few more if we need them, oh. so it's fine. <laughs> Okay. I feel it's kind of cheating to use them in a game I'm playing. In <laughs> there we okay. go. Regular success. That is a 45. Yay! Uh, yeah. Um, there's there's a moment where Agnes is uh, looking out the window, just kind of grabbing some inspiration out there. Um, you know, she's kind of being drifted off into this really good memory um, for a second there. And, and she does break um, vision from you, and you're able to just kind of right back out yeah. I, I like the thing that like some of the books and stuff is still like littered around the place like maybe something's outside and like as I'm creeping out I, stri- I, I trip on one spin around catch myself before I fall down land on another book starts to skid I start to fall again spin once more like I land like a cat like <laughs> uh, holy shit. are you playing the, <laughs> the floor is lava <laughs> yeah you stumble a little bit you know um but you're able to to get out well enough that you are now in that hallway, and you can see if you go keep going further down the hallway, there is a set of stairs that goes up to the second floor. Okay. Uh, Roy is going to go and try to find the room um, that Bertram is lives at. <laughs> uh, sorry, uh, Bob in chat has added new channel points. So if you want to spend a hundred channel points. Apparently, Chris will do a dance. Um, I, is that a... No. You must. <laughs> whoa, whoa, guys, not all at once. Um, Sorry, uh, so, a finger slip. All right, two two dances, three dances. Jesus. <laughs> guys, guys, guys. Um, Remember to tip your bouncers and waitresses. <laughs> all right. Gosh. Uh, we'll save them for an opportune moment. Maybe next time we go to the speakeasy and the uh, the jazz trio is playing Aqualung. Okay. okay. Uh, you're able to get out in the hallway. <laughs> okay. So I got out in the hallway. Uh, Roy is going to look for the uh, – going to just like peek through a couple rooms, trying okay. to find one that looks like Bertram. Yeah, there's, the, there's no other rooms in this first floor. It does – uh, go up into a stairwell. There is the bathroom across the way, and uh, from what you know, the other side of the house, there was the the kitchen at least. Okay, uh, I will go upstairs then. Okay, and I'll look through the rooms there. Okay, yeah, it goes up one, turns, and comes back, and then opens up into another hallway that travels uh, down, and you do see a couple doors there. Okay. Roy will peek through like one after the other, just kind of looking. Right. He knows like okay, one of these is probably the master bedroom, which is the bigger one, and the other one is probably Bertram's. Yeah, that first door is actually 
a smaller bedroom and then there's there's two other doors down there um this is definitely not the master okay so i look in it is it look does it look like an occupied room like someone was living here yeah yeah for sure okay i'm assuming they don't have a secret guest a ninja maid or anything like that no. uh, that stereotype is still like 100 years ahead in the future yeah yeah uh, not that you would know of <laughs> of course so I am going to just slip into the room and I'm going to look around. Okay. Try to see if we can't find anything. Yeah, give me uh, give me a spot hidden. Okay. This is an amazing, but it's a 40. So let's see. You got a I will spend 40. the one right. luck point right. to so you... put that to a 40. All right, you're going to spend one luck point. I like it. Um, I'm on fire today, guys. <laughs> Woo! All right, so Roy saying that to himself too—that's the funny part. Yeah, <laughs> if he wasn't trying to be quiet about it, yeah, whispering it or something. So in here, you see, uh, you see a pile of dirty clothes that has not been taken out. The bed is not made. There is a nightstand, a dresser, and then a closet. Um, any any one in particular you want to start with? Well, the nightstands. Oh, oh actually, uh, so you said nightstand, a dresser, a closet, and a bed. Yep. Okay. Well, let's check that. Because if I was going to hide something, it wouldn't be in the nightstand right away. Okay. So, you, you, sorry, say it one more time. You're checking the... I'll, I'll check the closet. Okay. Uh, yeah, you check the closet. Uh, again, there are some bunch of empty hangers, uh, a couple sets of shoes down at the bottom. You do see an old wooden baseball bat that is leaning up in the corner. Uh, but nothing, nothing really is sticking out here. Uh, I fear around the baseball bat. Got it. Devoid touching it. Um don't see any like secret walls or anything i'm just like okay well not nothing in the closet guess i'll try the nightstand yeah as you pull open the 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 top drawer in the nightstand there are a couple loose um shells of ammunition that are kind of rolling around in there as you pull it out um but no weapon no weapon roy picks up one of the shells inspects it i'm pretty good with guns so Roy probably knows the cal, uh, the caliber. Yeah, let me. You know it. I don't. <laughs> um, uh, you can say something like handgun or something. Or yeah, it would rifle. be. They would be thirty-eight. Okay, thirty-eight. That's a. It's I think actually the same that Roy's. No, I have a point thirty-two. Okay, it's a little bit too much. Um, Roy nods, keeping that in mind. Uh, is that all that's in the nightstand? Uh, yes. In that drawer. Roy looks at the unmade bed. It's like, well, you know, the best thing about unmade beds is that you don't know when someone's ruffled through it. <laughs> so I'm going to rifle through it. Okay. Uh, yeah, as you are kind of like spreading out uh, the blanket a little bit, you're, you're, as you, your hand goes under the uh, pillow, it does catch a piece of paper. Okay. I take the piece of paper. I'm going to briefly like hold it to the light 
Anything unusual about the paper? Uh, there, there is writing on it. It does say, Docs, 10 a.m. Docs, 10 a.m. Ooh. I placed the paper back under the bed. And was there one last thing I needed to check? Uh, there was the dresser. Okay. Uh, also, uh, before I say it, uh, I look underneath the uh, bed, too. Just quick check. Okay. Yeah, just uh, a couple dust bunnies under the bed. Dust bunnies? That's the kind of monster, ain't it? <laughs> Makes sense. Uh, I... Kidding. Yeah. <laughs> ah. Roy runs screaming out of the building, run yelling something about dust bunny. Yep, that's somehow not actually out of... This doesn't make sense, actually. Uh, we're going to make uh, it happen. I go to the dresser. <laughs> yeah, you go to the dresser. Uh, drawers are, you know, uh, clothing. Nothing special. Rattling around in there. Okay. Roy is going to give a nod. Make sure everything's back the way he left it. Okay. And I'm going to just... Okay. Leave. What is everybody else doing while uh, Roy has ducked on out? Probably still uh, talking to Agnes. Okay. Maybe just making some small talk. Okay. Um. Yeah, I think she she continues with her story of meeting uh, Rupert, uh, kind of going into what led into uh, sharing of a sandwich that they that had gotten soggy because their canoe tipped over, uh, turned into you know that that meet cute moment where they were, you know, just having kind of making that connection. And she's, you can tell she's just kind of living in that moment for a little bit. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't have anything else to okay. ask her. I'll okay. work to keep her engaged in conversation until Roy comes back. Okay. Uh, Lewis, you can see on that piece of paper that you took the leaf off of. We'll say you have that leaf wrapped in a handkerchief now. But there is like, um, it's almost like charcoal smudge that it was left on the piece of paper that is there uh this this uh leaf was definitely doing something to that paper hmm. but yeah she continues and just any any luck finding that journal uh could couldn't find anything here just uh no i was perusing most of the desk and it seems a, a, a little unarranged but other than that i couldn't find the journal no Okay. Hmm. Yeah, Maybe because he gave the journal to us. <laughs> <laughs> wink, wink. Um, yeah, and I'd say you know at this time there there's some conversations that happened, and Roy, you're you are making your way back down. Roy sidles up to a Teddy at a certain point, whispers, "We got to get to the docks. Ten a.m. Ten a what? Ten <laughs> a." Ten a.m. Ten a.m. Oh, we, we got oh. that meeting. Remember? Right, right. Well, Agnes, it has been wonderful catching up with you. I will uh, reach into my my wallet and get uh, or not my wallet, but my my badge case and get a card out for her and give her a card and say it's it's been wonderful catching up with you. Um, it has definitely been a while. Um, please, if you have a need for anything, do not hesitate to reach out. If you do have any odd family members that come calling, looking to try and cash in on 
uh, the family's misfortune, you you give me a ring, and we will we'll get that sorted as well. Um, but I think Same we probably take enough of your time, and we will probably head on. Well, thank you, and I I want to th- I appreciate all of you for being uh, at least uh, some on some level a good friend to uh, Miss Rupert and. Uh, I know he appreciated it, and that's why he asked you to be there in these last days of his. Um, it, any message you'd like me to give to Bertrand? or uh, He's got my card. You could tell him to give me a call uh, if, if he would so desire. I wouldn't, wouldn't mind having a, a conversation with him. Oh. Uh, I, I don't want to be too mysterious... But your husband, years ago, was involved in some things. And I'd, I'd rather make sure that your son hasn't managed to get himself caught up in them. Yeah, that... We'd hate for anything bad to happen to him. Um, I'll, I'll let him know to get a hold of you as soon as I see him. Thanks. Thank you again for the tea. You have a, a wonderful afternoon. Yes, thank you, man. Uh, I, I, I'll try. Um, I, I take it you can see your, yourself out, and yes, ma'am, I sure can. Great. Uh, yeah, and she she goes back into just kind of reading over, almost like tracing handwriting of his, and just you know, again, living in in the moment, and kind of clinging on to any any last bit of uh, Rupert there, and you guys see yourself out. Roy, as soon as he's outside of the building, Roy's just like flicks the uh, little thing he's been <laughs> chewing on. Just like, I have chewed the fricker frack out of that. And like, you know, Roy does it mostly when he's stressed out about something. Because <laughs> being in the house of his dead friend is kind of bothering him a little bit. But, uh. Did yeah, he, he turns everyone. So I, I saw managed to us uh, sneak into Bertrand's room and I found a note. Apparently he has a meet he does have a meeting at the dock. AM. Right, what and uh, anyone have the time? I am afraid my pocket watch is broken at the minute. I think I have a watch. I can know this. Yeah you have a you have a pocket watch. Uh yeah you guys pull it out. It is um so you got there at nine. It's like nine forty-five. Uh, well, if that meeting is at ten, I think it's time we head over there uh, immediately, right? Uh, yeah, I think even driving that'll be cutting it pretty close. Yeah, even if we're late, yeah. maybe we could still catch him there. Yeah, we could always take the motorcycle. <laughs> Faster than your slow thing. Smiles. I mean, if you if you want to ride on ahead, knock yourself out. I will get there as soon as the Model T gets me there. <laughs> you always do love the classics. Classics uh, for a reason. <laughs> I don't suppose there's room on that uh, motorcycle for uh, a lowly psychiatrist once more. Well. I don't know if there's room on a on the motorcycle for a lowly psychi- psychiatrist, but there's definitely room for a friend. 
Oh. I'm humbled and touched. <laughs> okay, now get get on the motorcycle. I'm gonna, I'm not gonna go too fast because I between you and me, I'm not like anything special on this thing. I have the basic drive score. <laughs> yeah, no tricks. But I can. But the advantage 70. is I can still weave through traffic slightly. So no 70 miles an hour then. No, unless it's a straight road, friend. <laughs> Fair enough. So yeah, you guys exit out of that, that horseshoe driveway and head back up the uh, main drag through town, and you're heading towards the docks. Any any particular place, you know that on the southern shore, there are many different piers that kind of jet out that could constitute docks. Um, anyone in particular that... <laughs> Because the note just said docks 10 a.m. Uh-huh. Are there any more lonely than others? Uh, you know, more towards the east end of town is kind of the, the more commercial. And then as they go to uh, the west end, they get more privatized. Mm-hmm. But lonely, uh, not really. Can... Okay. This is a weird one. Could I make a law check to see if I can determine which would be the seediest? Did you do, do you say a law check? Yeah. Is that a thing in law? Yeah, there's a law skill. I, uh, I am very proficient in law, sir. Um Yeah, uh All right. So yeah, give me give me law checks. Okay. Uh, either either one, either one. Eighty-eight out of twelve, so no. Oof! It's been a while since I've been a police <laughs> officer. I'm very rusty. Teddy, are you going to give me a law check? Oh, I. You can suppose. if you. I'm not going to force you. I mean, if it's an option, let me let me go ahead and. Nope. Uh, oh uh, wait. Yeah. No. Not for me right. either. Okay. Yeah, so you... Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) You know that there are, obviously, I mean, this is uh, Arkham, there are some seedy areas, uh, well-known, but docks aren't really one that you've you've maybe gone to before. Uh, And Mm -hmm. someone, someone, Robo Raygun just did a re-roll. I think it's a little past for the the law check. So, but uh, for the next one, we do have a re-roll if we'd like. Um, You can give me a straight up luck roll. uh, And we can see if you guys can get lucky. Okay. And that's a gift I do have too as well. One person luck or everybody luck? I would say the two people driving and the two people from Arkham, which would be Teddy and Roy. Watch me roll a 60 now that I have a... Damn. Holy shoot. Damn, Teddy. How do you got so much luck? That's why I'm not oh. dead. You are extremely <laughs> lucky, so. dude. That's My eight. sanity is creeping low, but I'm real lucky. <laughs> That's 8 out of 80. Extreme success. All right. I got an 80 out of 50. As you're kind of... You're driving up that main drag, uh, you're, just, you're doing the calculations like, doc, doc, doc. You know, just trying to, like, figure out... and. One pops into your head, like a sec, a couple, three docks pop into your head that, you know, uh, in your late night drives, maybe you've seen some, some shadier stuff going on. Um, not that Bertrand 
is going to shady stuff, this just might be the one that would stick out to you. And that is, uh, I'll ping you guys, maybe, right there. It's the th second one in on this, uh, in between the, uh, the middle bridge and the uh, east bridge. Yeah, second pier in. There is a slip in there that is a little rough. Well, I'll make my way to park okay. fairly close, but not... I don't want to drive my Model T out onto the pier or anything like that. Okay. And I, I assume Roy is following you in his in his motorcycle. Yeah, I think so, so. Yeah, you go up and you hit the main... the the road running parallel to the river there, the Miskatonic River. Uh, and as you get close, you do find a, a spot to park. You're, you're probably... 50, 60 yards away from that dock. And because you are extremely lucky, you see Bertrand walking down towards, uh, towards away from the river, towards, you know, where his car would be. And he is, okay. he is uh, kind of like, he's, it looks like he's wincing a little bit, like huddled, you know, like hunching over. Not wincing so much as, like, he looks guilty, like he's got something to hide. Uh, no, more like he's in pain. He'll, he'll wince. He'll kind of keel over. Oh, and then like, like someone just punched him in the guts. And then, like, kind of stretch it out. And then, yeah, and then he'll come back forward. Interesting. Well, look, he got look beat up. Well, it's our boy, uh, Bertrand. And that's not to Bertrand. <laughs> that's at the party. And you see him get in, get in his car, and he's... Uh, is it uh, past 10? Yeah, it's just like by the time you guys figured it out, we'll say there was a little bit of time like in the driving and figuring out uh, as you were along that main road, getting um, heading that way that you were maybe moving a little slower than normal, trying to piece it all together. But yeah, it's it's probably mm -hmm. like just after 10, not, not much. Uh, do I notice yeah. that this is the car that was outside of my hotel window? It is not. It's not. Okay. I do want to approach his car before he he rides off. In your car or walking um, up to it? Actually, yeah. If I'm still in my car and it looks like he's still trying to get himself situated yeah. after his his pain incident or whatever, yeah, uh, I would like to just pull the Model T up and park right okay. behind, like block him in if that's an option, as it were, um, or at least make it difficult for him to. Yeah, in inconvenient okay. for him to get out of his parking space. Yeah, all yeah. There, it's like head-in parking along that the pier there, so you can just pull in. So he'd, he'd have to back out and then and then move on. So if you want to drive up and park behind him, yeah, that'll work. Okay. While, while he's doing that, I quickly turn to Archie. I'm like, "Hey, Archie, do you see anybody look suspicious pulling away? Because he was he was here to meet somebody, and if this meeting just ended, they might still be around too." around uh do i see anyone you can give me a spot hidden anybody that wants to kind of uh peruse yeah, well, the area you can give me spot hidden yeah i imagine i would if i'm sitting in the passenger seat okay. <laughs> best observer so that's a ooh a fail fail and then we got a success so archie you rolled a 46 out of 25 roy 56 out of 40 and lewis coming in with a 41 out of 75 
So um, to Roy, I, I say, uh, no, not to me, no. Okay. Uh, uh, we'll probably circle a little bit before. And I see something. Yeah, Hopefully. so you're in you're in the car with Teddy. Teddy, you come up and you get behind him at, just as he's starting to back out. Gets on his brakes just in time, and you do. And um, Lewis, you see you see a couple people down the pier that are you know just looks like they're loading up a boat. Okay. Um, and I mean, there are other people around. If you were to find some. Suspicious-looking people; those would be the most. Uh, and you see, as you're looking at into the car at Bertrand, you see his hands come up, like, and then he's kind of looking around a little bit, and he's looking over his shoulder, like, "I'll get out of the car. As leave, leave my car parked, and just I'll I'll turn it off and and yep. hop out." As you do that, he begins, you know. Did they? Have, they didn't have seatbelts in 1920. Fuck that. No. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna, he unbuckles. He might not even have a seat in his car. Yeah. <laughs> he might be riding around on a milk crate. Uh, <laughs> uh, he uh, opens the door and turns and gets out and then is facing you and he's like, "Oh, from the hospital." Love his voice. What do you need? <laughs> Heard the, you were looking for me. What's the idea? Me looking for you? No. I'm afraid you were paying my friend's visits, asking after me. What do you mean? Come on, now you didn't think the professor was not going to mention the fact that you were bothering him outside of his office all night. The wee hours. I don't know what you're talking about. I have a feeling you got yourself caught up in some things that you ought not be caught up in. Maybe those gentlemen over there on the pier. Maybe. Your mom seems to think you're up to no good. Again, I I don't know what you're talking about. I'd appreciate you moving the car and letting me get out of here. Jen running away from you? Got a, got a date? Again, Hot date? Again, I don't know what you're talking about. All right, if you don't well. mind, I did just lose my father. I'd like to get out of my way. Yeah, I'll be out of your way then. You got my card. Change your mind about anything you might be mixed up in that you might want a hand with. You feel free to give me a ring now. But I got a sneak. You know, you don't have to go it alone. Of course. And if you're mixed up in anything your father was mixed up in, you're going to need a hand. Good, and then good. I'll back away and go get in the car. Right. Move uh, it out when, of the way for him. When Teddy hops in, I, I mention, I'm like, uh, uh, Teddy, you know that I was telling you guys about that car that was outside the hotel window? Yeah. Um, it wasn't that car. I'm gonna... Yeah, but... You were at the docks, talking to Bertrand, and he was acting weaselly, as normal. Uh, and, Teddy, you got back in your car, and 
I'm gonna wave out the window as I uh, as I as I move out of the way and just holler at him. If Devin Black looks you up, tell him to give me a ring too. <laughs> um, so you you I don't know if he caught everything you're saying, but he he's definitely just like yeah you know he's kind of uh, pissy right now for sure. I'm so sorry. Did we? Did we see anyone on those docks that looked suspicious like or did, were were uh Teddy were you just talking that way? I was just hollering at uh or yeah no I was just talking that way. Lewis saw some folks down there on the docks but I mean we knew we had a meeting so and we're at a kind of seedy part of town but I didn't I didn't personally see anyone down there. Um uh, Lewis saw I, some shady looking folks but I I did not. Yeah. There are a couple, couple guys. I mean, they look like <clears throat> fishermen. I, I don't, I don't want to categorize all fishermen, but they, you know, they had like the big uh, overall kind of, you know, rubberized overall, and they, they look like they're working. Um, Old man in the sea. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> big. I'm just beards. imagining three of those. Fishermen or fishermen? Fishmen. <laughs> Good cranky. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, not deep ones. No deep ones. <laughs> no, thank you. I don't want deep ones. Thank you. Not no yet. deep ones. Um, anyway, do we want to go talk to uh, some fisherman? Fisherman. Well, I didn't know what could be gained from just flexing my listening skill here and just seeing if I could pick anything up before we approached you. All right, let's let's build the spatial uh, scene here. So, Teddy, how far did you drive away? Because you had to move your car to let Bertrand get out. Oh, I moved just far enough for him to get out. Forward like, or backwards? Um, if he's got a back out, yeah, he'd have to back out. Um, then I would pull backwards. I'd go in reverse. Okay, all right. So that he's got a back out, okay. and then go in okay. the opposite direction again. Just trying to be as inconvenient as possible. <laughs> okay. And then, uh, Roy, where are you at with your motorcycle? Uh, I probably, like, pulled around, like, one or two times along the side of the dock, like, along the length of it, kind of, like, looking out. Okay. But uh, I've pulled along the, that side, like, okay. closest to right. the river. Yeah, so I, I'd say you're close enough that at least uh, an attempt at a listen would work, but it's going to be at a hard success, so you, you got to get a hard success because just with with the just the... The environment really that you're in right away. now, yeah, and you're in the distance that you're at, it's it's maybe a little yeah. loud. So, go ahead. well, because well, what I'm thinking is that like everyone else is occupied, and perhaps Archie is just kind of like you know, okay, surveying yeah. and just looking around. So yeah. that's that's why. Yep. So. Give me give me a listen roll with hard on hard. Okay. On hard. Uh, here we go. Ooh, shoot. Yeah, so that's an 80 out of 42. So uh, failure. Yeah, you're getting a lot of, like, wind that comes through uh, along the water. A lot of, you know, there are, like, carrying birds and seagulls out that are, you know, poaching from the fishermen. Uh, that is kind of cutting through any sort of path of listening. Um, and there is a reroll out there, a robo ray gun just reminded, reminded me. Um, so you could use that if you'd like. I feel like does it would anyone object or 
That ought to be saved. I, I, don't, I don't know if I want to use it up You right know what now. I say? Just use it. Make them spend their points. Don't it's, let them save just that like shit. It's just like all those items in your RPG video games, man. <laughs> just use just them. Use them. <laughs> Otherwise, you're going to finish the game and God. be sitting on 99 potions. Archie, <laughs> use that max elixir. <laughs> e- oh, I'm sorry. Elixir. Those were so expensive in Pokemon. Oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, I will use it, dang it. Yeah, do it. Fine. Fine. Uh, I'll just roll again. Alrighty. Click. Come on. Hey. Yes! Hey. Yes! Worthwhile. Uh-huh. Is that a hard success? Yes, it, it is. is a hard success. It, it, it was half a score he, already. He rolled it as a hard, so his oh, score is oh, already half. I was wondering. Okay. Yeah, I got it now. I have ears like a fruit yeah. bat. Yeah, hard success. Nice job. 34 out of 42 on hard. So your normal listen is what, 84? 85. 85, nice. Um, Yeah, so you are um, able to kind of cut through some of that, and you you get a few things um, saying, uh, you know, he's (laughs) he's a weasel. He better deliver. Old Chad Baker's not going to be happy if he don't. Chad Baker? Chad Baker. Sounds like a terrible country artist. Oh, Chad Baker. Honky tonk, man. We'll be mad if he don't, right? Yep. Anything else? That's it. And, I mean, there's like a little bit about their daily activity of, you know, getting the, uh, getting the boat out and fishing. Am I still in the car with Teddy? Like, are we still, yeah, we... and he just backed up. And you can see, uh, Roy, I imagine you kind of came up closer onto the pier, maybe in between two cars as there wasn't a parking open spot. But with your motorcycle, you're able to. And Archie, you uh, you get off and, and kind of get closer and act like you're looking around, seeing the sights, and you're able to pick that up. But you can, uh, in the car, you can see Roy and Archie. Okay. Um, so we are kind of collecting ourselves because Bertram just drove off. Yeah, he Is drove right? off. He he squealed the tires a little bit. He headed uh, down um, further east along that road uh, following the river, and you kind of lose him before you see really where he turns off. Okay, I, you know, approach the, uh, go back to, am I cutting off? A little bit. Power through. Keep going. I need it. I approach the group, um, and I'd say, okay, and then I say, I think, and I look back over to the dock at the fishermen who are now really far away at this point. I signal over to them, and I'm like, I think I heard something pretty interesting about uh, about our friend Bertram here. Uh, is he? Are we all we're all together now? Yeah, even though we were in the car, did we get out? Or so you just talk are, are we in the car? I, I'm sorry. I, I, we're all together now, I'd say that. Yeah, okay. Just say. Um, uh, what what did you hear, mate? Well, not only uh, do they agree that he's a weasel, but <clears throat> something about, <laughs> they said something about delivering something, and they mentioned an old Chad Baker. Was that ringing any bells in our company? Not to me. No, most certainly not. We'll have uh, to keep an eye out, uh, uh, Roy. Would would there be anything to roll or know of 
that? Like, are they a major player in this city of Arkham? Yeah, give me... I almost want to say it's an idea... No, not an idea roll. Give me a, a law roll. As you're kind of... You know, knowing that this and may be a CD doc from what Teddy told you. Um, so going back through kind of the files of uh, CD people. So you can give me a law okay. roll. That is a 3 out of 12. A hard success. Nice. That is so good. I'm going to mark that skill so I can improve it. Heck now. yeah. So, yeah, let's... Yeah, good reminder. So if you've succeeded on a skill, you make sure you mark it. I was saying that wrong last time. I thought if you failed on a skill check, then you get an opportunity to upgrade. Not true. When you succeed on a skill check, you get an opportunity to upgrade. And that makes a whole lot more sense, as in you succeeded. Why not be rewarded? We don't want to reward, reward you for failure. Uh, not everybody gets a trophy here. Uh, yeah, so you, you succeed. Uh, you know that Chad Baker's kind of come across some of the, the police desks and, and maybe trickled your way into your agency a little bit, but quickly goes out as in it, it was kind of, um, uh, not dead ends, but just not your kind of, uh, specialty. Um, and you know that he's, uh, kind of an up and coming, um, mob boss in Arkham. Okay. Kind of. I, I imagine actually Roy probably learned that just from the people he hangs out okay. with sometimes. Right. I like it. He, he definitely hangs out with that sort of clientele from time to time. Uh, okay. Interesting. Uh, actually, I know a little bit about a Chad Baker. He's a bit of a mob boss or up and coming. He's trying to get into the, uh, the, the field of study, as they say. Yeah, good indeed. Okay, I lied. Ain't no one say field of study when it come, comes to being a mob boss. I'm lying through my teeth. Don't know why. Roy, field of study is, and I, uh, <clears throat> I point over to Lewis, that's our gig, okay? Right. <laughs> yeah, he, books, he, 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 he is, he, Chad Baker is trying to become a legit businessman. Ha ha, ha That is the term they'd use. <laughs> oh, oh, it's a, it, it's just less. Okay. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, I can see that <laughs> Gonna look right. away. You would you would know that Chad Baker is his last name. Okay. <laughs> Warning to the DM. <laughs> no, I I knew. You can sometimes see what's on that screen. <clears throat> uh, okay. So, yeah. Um, do we so, want to? What do we want to do with that information? I don't know, Lewis. What do you think? Um. I only have one person that I could possibly maybe get some info from. Um, I'm familiar with the editor at the Arkham Gazette. He might know some stuff mm. about maybe, maybe he knows he has like a crime writer friend at the Gazette. He could maybe put us in the right direction. That's a start. Yeah, he's not necessarily a friend, but I do know of him. So maybe me being a writer as well, we can hit it off and figure something out. Yeah. I might have a few. I might have a friend or so that might know something about this uh, Chad Chad Baker. Uh, I I like to think that Roy keeps at least one, like keeps one or two people. Like, you know how there's always the uh, there, there's that one criminal who cracks real easy. 
Like they get into CD stuff, they rack up a debt, and they're the easiest person to press. Uh, a, a narc. Um, yeah, Roy <laughs> probably has him. a few narcs, you has know. A narc. Okay. Uh, but so, look, I think we should follow up your thing first, and if <clears throat> that pans out, I think we go with that. Yeah, I'd say your narc would probably be on the other side of the river, kind of hanging around the tracks. Maybe he's uh, he works at the uh, loading yard there. Kind of see stuff come in and out. Not truly a officially a criminal, but more he he's observant and sees things. Yeah, one of those like he he goes to like drink drink and like he hangs out with the wrong crowd. But you know. <laughs> so yeah, Jimmy the Rat or Larry the Rat. I was thinking something like a rat. <laughs> Uh, well, we have a lead at least, don't we? Yeah. Do Do we want to follow up the lead at the Gazette, or are we gonna go after your? Guy? No, let's go to the Gazette. Let's do, do the Gazette. I don't go like ahead. to press a insert name of individual here. <laughs> while, while I'm totally okay with going to the Gazette, I do worry that we are barking up a tree that doesn't need to be barked up. Because don't we have the farmhouse to check still? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know what? While we have a minute, can I like look at that leaf any more now that I'm out of the um, house? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe can... just see if I notice any, anything else. Yeah. What? Uh. Give me. Um. Let's see. What would that be? Is there natural world? Oh gosh. <laughs> okay. Where am I yeah. Going? There is the natural world. Uh. Yeah, give me give me a natural world roll because I know you put points into that. Uh yeah, I I definitely. <laughs> oh. Yeah, nope. <laughs> seventy nine versus ten. Seventy nine out of ten. Not gonna cut it. Uh, you do just on the surface. You do see that as when you open it up, it like uh you know when dust or mold when it gets kind of drier it starts to pollinate itself and as you open up that it just you do and you see the wind kind of take it away um it is the same mold that was on rupert merriweather's uh body i just kind of show it to everyone else since we're out here uh does this mean anything to anyone uh, the leaf that maybe a particular tree would it not would a medicine check be worth anything because perhaps this is a, a plant of medicinal value or is it just a regular leaf? Um, it is not of medicinal value. Okay. Could I make a natural world check? Yeah, now could that... I make a natural world check? <laughs> now that he showed it to you? Yeah, you guys can do that. Um, okay. And thank you, DM Zach 007. Thanks for the follow. Uh, appreciate That's it. That's a 42 out of 10. Oh, I, I actually did a hard roll. Okay, Can yeah. Can we do so, that? Or? Uh, would, you, would you roll? Well, maybe <laughs> bad. 87 is still uh, a fail. Um, okay. Never mind. I have no idea what this leaf is. Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, it, it has the makings of leaves that you, you see on trees around Arkham. So it's not anything like exotic other than the mold on its 
on on it. What I, what I would say is to keep that away from... I'd get rid of that if I was you, one. But two, don't bring it anywhere near me. I don't know what you know about mold. I don't know a whole lot, but I know it spreads, and I don't want that. Right. Uh, I was thinking yes, maybe he says, take far it away from someone, you. someone who would know a bit more um, at the university at some point, if we had time. But it, it, if you want to get rid of it, that's, I mean, I'll throw it in the wind because did that did that mold not, not the wind not the wind no not the wind i'll throw it <laughs> in the nearest garbage bin no, put it put it in a box and we'll hold on to it we'll get it checked out later okay oh can we can i put it in the gold box no no, no. don't put no. it in anything you want to touch later <laughs> i don't think you should be handling it now here, here I, I i got it to go box okay put it in here <laughs> I mean, it's it's in like a handkerchief, yeah. right? Like folded up in it. Yeah. Uh, I'm just gonna stupidly ignore everyone's advice and fold <laughs> it back and keep it in my pocket because I, I I really do want to see if someone yeah. knows something about it. Are you? And that was is the it, last it, we ever saw. Yeah. Is it in your front pocket, like breast pocket, back pocket? Where, where um, you want to grow the mold? <laughs> yeah, I guess my back pocket. All right. Okay. Where you keep your hanky? Okay. But, yeah. What thinks it is? <laughs> um. Yeah, all right, you stowed away. Uh, um, well, uh, Teddy, would you mind taking me over to the Gazette? Unless, I mean, hmm. we could try uh, maybe checking out one of your famous speakeasies. Don't have those where I'm from, but I'm very curious to see. Why don't we check out the Gazette first, yeah. and then we'll check out the farmhouse? Uh, uh, I, I guess while well, you're checking out that, we'll, uh, I can check out the uh, grill my rat. Yeah, okay. yeah, oh, two, I also, two uh, I'd love to go stop by the general store. And oh, okay. If we have time, possibly pick up a camera and you're, some film. You're actually right next to it. You can oh. you, could, you could see it on the, the corner down the street a little bit. Uh, okay. Boys, do you mind if I take a quick pit stop? Uh, by all means. Okay. Pack yourself Bye. out. All right, I'm gonna head to the store real quick. Okay. Like walking uh, distance, yeah. Uh, it yeah, it's you know a block and a half, looks like. I'll I'll uh, I'll walk over there and let the boys decide what they want to do. Well, perhaps, my friends, it is time we split up. Why, why do you say it like that? <laughs> Not forever, Roy. Um, okay. Wait. And I'm going with you, right? I we've established this before. I, I look at Teddy. Teddy, he's already trying to replace you, and it's working. I, I smile at Teddy. And then I look at Teddy. Do you hear that, Teddy? He's he's definitely better looking than I am. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, hey, Teddy, don't be so hard on yourself. I like your ugly mug. You make me look good. Right. Well, for for curiosity's sake, what is uh, everyone's appearance uh, score? <laughs> we have an appearance score? Yeah, you yes. do. Oh, wait, that, duh, of course we do. I have an that appearance of 30. 30, okay. Uh, Teddy, how handsome are you? 25. 25, okay. Archie, what are you looking at? Uh, 55. Okay. 
I have a 60, I guess I'm hey. the best looking of the bunch. Kupio? You're Kupio the Justin Timberlake of this group. Of RNC? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Uh, also, uh, I asked chat what the name for the uh, Willy NP, what the name of the rat NPC is. And uh, rat if Damon. you're okay with it, I, there was a name that came out I really liked. Do it. Uh, Winkin' Willy. I'd like to add Winkin' Willy the Wharf Rat. All right. Usually you have to spend channel points for that chat uh, to name those NPCs, but we'll go Winkin' Willy the Wharf Rat is uh, one of the, uh, the, the strong arms, only in the sense that he does the hard labor at the, uh, the train depot. Maybe on the loading dock. There we go. <laughs> uh, Featherfall redeemed and named an NPC. He did it official. Got it. All right. So let's get back on track. Sorry, I was <laughs> I was looking looking stuff up, and you guys just uh, you were playing. <laughs> when the cat's away, the mice will play. So Star Trek Wharf. <laughs> Lewis, you're going to the general store. Yes. Anyone else going to the general store? I'm going to wait in the car for Lewis. Okay. Um, I'll say you drove over there, Lewis. You're, you're able to get out uh, in the general store. Yeah, you're able to uh, go inside. Uh, you see it's, it's kind of a w weird store. There's a lot of – it's not most <laughs> – it says general, but there's a lot of ammunition and weaponry. Um, but you, you do see, like, some camping supplies. You do see some other general goods. Um, you see a man behind the counter. He's kind of dusting some of the stuff on the back shelf. Um, sir, uh, hello. G good morning. How are we doing today? Ah, yeah, yeah. Pretty good morning so far. Oh. Till you uh, came in. Oh, oh till I my apologies. Uh, you busy? Ah, don't take it personal. Uh, kind of dusting a little bit. What do you need, huh? Uh, you know, I was, I was in the market for uh, a camera and maybe some film, if, if you uh, carried any such items. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we keep uh, keep those behind the shelf here. They're uh, kind of a hot item every now and then. Uh, yeah, we have cameras. Um... And I forgot what we found them under in... Uh, it was... I know that we had found it, and I can't find it again, and it's pissed me off. Anyways, it's one of those... We had talked about it, and we... Uh, yeah. I know you can afford it. That's yeah, step we, one. Yeah. Step two, it's one of those, like, folding cameras that you do load some film in there. I think it was, like, four four bucks, four ninety five for the camera, and then... 35 cents for uh, yeah. the film yeah. to get it developed is another uh, 495, I believe. Okay. Uh, and he, he pulls one out. It's kind of in its uh, cardboard box, put some film right next to it. Yeah, it's going to be uh, 495, uh, uh, 550, we'll call it. Uh, did I uh, ever exchange money? <laughs> I don't know if, like, um, since I did come overseas yeah yeah we'll say you yeah you went through okay. those processes yeah you don't okay unless you want uh, to no. <laughs> role play uh putting some what, what what would it have been in the 20s not euros quid 
quid and right. pounds. Pound. Um, sure. Yeah, yeah. We do. We'll do that for fun. Maybe I have some some cash too. But all right. Uh, do you take quid? I've got some here. Squid. No, no, not not squid. Uh, quid pounds sterling. You have the, money. I, I take money. It's, it's money. Yeah, it's it's money. You could you could take it to the bank and and get some. Oh, some I money. have to do the work. Well, I mean, you have to go to the bank anyways, right? Uh, you know, just well, maybe mine's valued more than yours. I'm not sure of the economy at this time. Yeah, but good, good point. Good. Uh, hey, money's money's money, right? Uh, sure. Uh, I'll just I'll drop the the same amount of sure four five fifty and quid. Okay. He looks at it, you know, confused a little bit. Puts one of the coins in like his own personal pocket. Puts the rest in the, uh, in the drawer. Yeah, keep it as a collectible. Sure. Yeah. A little brat at home might like it. Uh. I, you know, if you want to get the film developed, you got to go somewhere else. I don't, I don't do that. Uh, do you know who would do that in town? I may need to at some point. Uh, yeah. There's a development play it's kind of in the same area as the gazette oh okay perfect other, um, other well, side of town and uh the film how, how many uh exposures do i get is it just one one exposure per no we'll say there's there's 10 shot 10 individual okay. uh pictures in that one uh role that he gave you uh you don't need any uh dynamite do you uh, uh, no, 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 uh, would I need dynamite? Yeah, something I like to ask. Don't uh, worry about it. Uh, is it, for, uh, I'm, well, you know, maybe. Uh, uh, you know, I kind of like look around at all like the other weaponry and stuff. I'm like, this, this is a general store, correct? Generally speaking, yeah. Very general, I assume. Uh, you know what? I'm feeling very uh, gruff today. How much? How much does a stick of dynamite cost? <laughs> Couldn't just walk away, could you? No, with an offer like that, I could not. Give me a second. He goes back through the the, the swinging doors that go to the back of the the shop. Comes back out. Holding one stick, like old school stick of dynamite, two quid. Uh, and he kind of like winks at you, like he's he knows quid now. <laughs> uh, yeah, two two quid. Um, and I kind of go back through my, my bifold and uh, pull out two more quid, and so I'm down. I'm like, uh, this is dynamite, dynamite, correct? Yeah, it is. Okay, like I should be very careful. You should. Like Okay. I mean, uh, you're not irresponsible, are you? Uh, generally not. They have dynamite where you're from? I would assume so. Yeah, I don't use it myself, but right. I, I, uh, I'll be very careful. Yeah, don't, I mean. Don't shake it. Like, shake it. it don't hold it. Don't hold it. Set it back down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, after you light it, you don't want to oh, okay. be holding it. Come on. Hey. Here, he kind of like pushes the two quid back and starts to. Now you're not going to blow off your hand, are you? Like, no, no. This is just. I'm going to put it in my pack, um, and I'll I'll make sure it goes to a very safe place. 
afterwards. All right. Yeah. I don't want to see in the paper. No, no, Some no, no. kid blows uh, his hand off. Uh, no, I, uh, I'll do my, my best. All right. Uh, can I, do I need to buy a lighter too? Or do I have a lighter, like something people carry time? Uh, I would imagine you would have a lighter or a matchbook picked up from okay. maybe the hotel or the, the hotel that you're staying at. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I, I hand over that two quid and carefully, cause I'm nervous. I don't know what this is. Like I haven't used it and like very carefully, like gently setting it into my pack right. and just like throwing it behind me. Uh, you know, if I was a really good arcane keeper, I would have had the damage for dynamite. <laughs> I'll have to look that up. I was just so excited that, uh, you know, there's the opportunity of dynamite. Uh, so I he, can't say no to dynamite. Yeah. It's, it's, it's 4d10. <laughs> Don't ask why, no. Dang it. Um, so, yeah, you're, uh, you have a stick of dynamite now and a camera with uh, 10 exposures. Um, there you go. All right. Okay. Uh, I mean, if you have fun with that and you want some more. I know the place to go to, yes. Yeah. Thank you. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll head out the store, and uh, I don't want to be convinced about anything else. And I'll walk out and head back in the car, and Teddy's there, so I'll be like, uh, <laughs> t- Teddy, um, did you, ha- have you uh, ever used dynamite? That He sells dynamite. Well, I, w- I would hope so. It's the general store. Oh, uh it's not, not exactly a common item when I'm from a general store. Uh, I did buy a stick, though. You got something you're planning to explode? Uh, <laughs> not, uh, I didn't... I, I don't know. He was very convincing. I he just he, he sold me on the idea of dynamite, so uh, I, I picked one up. Well, well, f- fair enough. Uh, just, just keep in mind, um, looks like you, you bought a whole stick. You said... Um, a lot of times they do construction work with like quarter of a stick or half sticks worth of dynamite. So, uh, so this is this is a lot. Yeah, I mean, Roy would probably be the best one to talk to to about. Yeah, uh, I, I, you have, things. You have seen I figured he'd be the one that more interested with Roy. In the, <laughs> <laughs> I figured he'd be the one more interested in the dynamite. Uh, but yeah, so I also got a camera. So if we ever need to take some photos or something. Let me know. Just, just mildly curious. You opted for a stick of dynamite over a handgun. Uh, I'm not a big fan of guns, uh, particularly. But you bought dynamite. I well, mean, it's, I... it's fine. Get in the car. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just kind of kind of shut up because he definitely intimidates me. I was like, mm-hmm. oh. Oh. <laughs> this is America. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, it is. I did look it up. It is forty uh, ten, and you do have to make a strength roll to throw it. It does do like area damage, and there is a malfunction on it. So uh, you know, roll low. <laughs> there you go. Okay, so during that time, Roy and uh, Archie, you guys were headed to the to find your your wharf rat. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and. I hope I don't. I hope I'm not taking too much creative liberty, and I'm just like, no, man. Let me know. This is uh, our game. Wanna, when we're going towards the guy, okay, listen, like, now what you gotta understand, the man's big. Like he works at the dock. Like he's big, big. But like, feller's more yellow than a goldfinch. So uh, 
keep that in mind. Oh, and he's terrible, terrible at cards. Can't do it to save his life and probably will get him killed one day. <laughs> All right. We, so might forget, we might forget that Archie's kind of tall himself. Um, so he's going to like blink for a little bit and go, I think he and I have something in common then. I'm terrible at cards too. But whatever you say, Roy. Well, if you ever get, start get, mixing with the wrong crowd, you'll be my perfect rat. Respond to that, Roy. <laughs> okay. But after you. Okay. Yeah, uh, you, I had it. Where is this guy right now? Yeah, so he's he's across the the river, uh, at the uh, the loading yard of the train station. You take your motorcycle over the middle bridge there, and just pull off. Uh, to the side here and you do see him he has taken like big big sacks off of the uh off of one of the train cars and starting loading them on a uh, flat cart that is going to be pushed somewhere else what wink and willie it's good to see you good to see you oh man it is how long's it been he's got his back to you and he's kind of just in the process of picking one up and he hears his name called he puts it down Put, drops his arms and he kind of leans his head forward and just pauses for a moment. Roy? Willie? He turns around. You see he's got kind of some sweat beating off of him. He's got some overalls on, white t-shirt underneath. R- Royal casual, like one hand in his pocket, saunters up to the man, like throws an arm up around his the guy's shoulder. He's like, how you been? Um, I've I, been working. I know probably had a little bit of a hard time. I remember the last time we played cards, you couldn't quite cough up the cash, but <laughs> it's all right. I'm, I'm sure you're doing much better, right? Uh, I'm doing just fine here. Oh, just fine, just fine. It's a fine job. We're doing the Lord's work there, right? ain't you? I try. I try. Try to stay on the right side. Of the Lord himself? What What do you need now? I mean, I gotta get this card unloaded. Uh, come on, man. Well, like, you know, my, my wallet. My wallet's been a little bit tight first off, so I was wondering if you had that, mo- they had that money, but like, I understand if uh, things are a little tight for you right uh, now. Yeah, I got, I got like five kids to feed. <laughs> no, I understand, I understand. Tell, tell you what, tell you what. You, I, I can I can put off your uh, <clears throat> your due towards me, and we don't have to get let this get uh, ugly or anything. We don't want to get any anyone involved, right? Can we? Let's just cut to it, Roy. What what is it that you need from me? Who is it this time that I need to throw under the bus for you? I like you. See, I need to know about a. Uh, in a Chad, a Chad Baker. <laughs> Chad, Chad Baker. Yeah. That's the name, right? Yeah, yeah, you got it. He's just, he's looking at you quizzically. Chad. Uh, I, I'm, I'm looking for, I'm looking for some information on a Chad Baker. <sighs> he turns around and, and grabs one of the sacks and, and throws it down onto the cart next to him. Uh, Chad Baker, I... I mean, I'm. I may know something. 
turns around, grabs another sack, loads it on. Yeah. Roy, uh, Roy actually helps out. Actually, uh, goes grabs another sack, helps him lifts it into the thing. Uh, uh, is that is that so? I mean, help, well. helping me unload this is only gonna get you so far. The fast talk roll. And would that do anything to like uh, coax information out of them? Yeah, if you're if you're trying to do it quickly, um, what what would you want to say? Let's talk about how you would do it first before we see if it needs a roll. Well, because we're, um, I mean, based on what we know or we what we think we know about Chad, uh, the Chad, the Chad. Well, we could probably ask him if he knows uh, anything about Bertram and his connection with Chad. We could probably ask him where Chad hangs out. What's what's Mr. Baker's uh, headquarters? Anything okay. about where that might be? Okay. What do you think, Roy? Oh, that sounds good. Or or okay. is that a terrible plan? Do tell me if it's a terrible plan. Actually, the thing I'm a little bit more interested in, I'm interested in what Chad's up because. You know, the criminal world, it makes waves, and people who keep their ear to the ground, especially those that want to keep out of trouble, they tend to they tend to listen to those waves. And this is my ear, Roy. I like that idea. <laughs> um, so just, what is he up to then, right? Why don't, why don't you unload one of these... Sacks here, and he's looking at you, Archie. It's my strength. 45? Okay. <laughs> he sees you come over, and yeah, you're. They're heavy. Uh, you don't do a whole lot of heavy lifting in, in your line of work, so you struggle a little bit, I would imagine. All right. You guys unload this. Help me unload this. And Roy, you wipe away that. that debt. Tell you what I know about old Chad. Okay. Uh, let me think. Could I make an intimidation check to <laughs> keep this a little bit? I want to keep it over his head, but I'll kick it out. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's trying to uh, uh, maybe assert a little dominance here. So if you want to, if you want to fight back a little bit, you can give me intimidate. Ah, forty. Yeah, not gonna. Intimidation. Roy's not a big man. Like I said, these bags aren't gonna move themselves. You help me out, I'll help you. Tell you what, you're you're a friend of mine. You're not. Mm -hmm. You're not Chad. You're a friend of mine, Willie. So I'll help you out. Great, great. And he climbs up onto the top and starts moving some of the, the sacks that are further into the cart itself, closer to the edge. Mm -hmm. Just got to move them onto that wagon right there, and we'll be good to go. Okay. And Roy will do that. Uh, he's pretty strong, so. And he, he's got country right? Yeah, as you, guys, yeah. as you guys are doing that, he kind of kneels down. All right, what, what about Chad? What do you, how do you know Chad? And by the way, it's... That's his last name. I, I heard. I'm heard he's trying to uh, buy for power recently. So buy for power. That's not a word I'd use. Ah. Uh, I've heard he's been playing moves recently. I was uh, wondering well, what he's up to. Well, he's. I mean, old Lester. He's kind of a weasley little guy. 
He's trying to make some moves, I heard. Uh, you know, he's getting into... Uh, wanting to get into some of that bootlegging and gambling and guns. Right now he's just doing like... Little swindles here and there, trying to get a foothold in some places. Nothing big yet. I don't know. I know mm. that rumor is he does want to uh, move up the chain quite a bit. And he'll he'll kind of stand up at that point and go grab another one. Yeah. Put it down. Roll do the same. I heard I heard uh, that that one fell that the other weaselly that fella that was around here the other day. Uh, Rupert's son. Can't say Rupert rings a bell. Uh, Bert Bertram. Never heard of him. Hmm. Interesting. Oh, he's lying. Yeah, that would be a. Uh, ba, 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 what is that? I forgot. You're you're good at it though. We we talked about it. Might as well make it too. Persuade or. No, psychology? it's yeah psychology. Psychology oh, really? is cool. the the insight version yeah psychology um, can I make that yeah, roll right yeah now? definitely click yes <laughs> damn uh, hard success there for Archie uh, Roy you're you're more focused on you know kind of getting a good job We're doing a good job it's fun it's, it's always fun it's just like I could always roll below a 10 um, Archie you you can tell that he when you when uh, Roy said Bertrand and Rupert, it didn't really phase him. Didn't uh, nothing nothing is kind of like triggering within you that he could be lying. Did have you heard about a a Devin Black? How about that one? Man, I thought you wanted to know about criminals, man. I, don't... I interrupt him and I go, "We do." Yeah, Are the, you sure you don't know? Those names sound like the exact opposite of a criminal. Lester Chadbaker sounds like one of the rough and tumble type. Devin Black, that's not even a real name. Mm. Well, that, that's what criminal names are. <laughs> but, of course, people on a uh... The the folks that they there's a that is the opposite of criminals often are a lot more like them than you'd think. But yeah, I get what you're saying. He he gets up, grabs the last bag that's sitting there, puts it on the edge of the uh, the car, the train car. Last one. Mm hmm. Okay. Well, thank you for your time, and uh, you keep those. What was it? Five children this time. <laughs> I had to get Keep more up. and more every time. <laughs> yeah. Keep multiplying like rabbits. Had four the other day. Uh, more like rats. He hops down. <laughs> starts to push the uh, the little wagon flatbed cart down the, down, the, down the trail there. Go take it to the next spot. And as we... Because yeah, I assume we're, we're trying to walk away a little bit. I'm walking backwards a little bit with one hand in my pocket. And I'm like, speaking of... Because he said a rat. <laughs> and then... Uh, he kind of gives you a thumb up over his shoulder as he's pushing along. Good. He's a good failure. Yeah, like, I mean, he messes with the wrong crap, but so do I, so... 
He's a good man. Uh, by the way, I was thinking though. Sounds like our good our good buddy, uh, not Rupert, uh, Weasel Weasley Mobo. <laughs> uh, that guy, Bertram. That's it. That's the name. Oh. Come on, boy. You think I'd remember some, but it's not. I just keep hearing Pocket Weasel for some reason. I don't know why. Uh, anyways, it sounds like this whole uh, this whole business with this Pierre and Bertram ain't had nothing to do with the mystic mystic stuff. It's more of a maybe. That's why he's so interested in it, Bach. Maybe maybe uh, he's in debt. And get to the ready. wrong people and having to work with some other people. Well, I know for certain he's lying through his teeth. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. He's lower than a snake in a rut. I'll tell you what. So what, dear Roy, are we to do about this? Well, I think we should go meet up with the others, and then uh, we'll see where we go from there. Is the general store, is it, or... Believe that's where they went. I would imagine you would have met up at the Gazette. Or the Gazette? Yeah. Okay. To the Gazette, Roy. Because, yeah, you were doing this while they were at the store, and then we'll kind of converge. Yeah, so you guys, you're you're already on that northern uh, side of Arkham. Uh, Teddy and, and Lewis are heading over to the Gazette. Uh, it's pretty close to within a block or two of the other speakeasy, north side of town. Small building, kind of like sandwiched in between two other buildings, uh, stone front, like brick front, two or three steps that go inside. Skinny building that you can tell goes uh, further back. <clears throat> Little signage on the front says Arkham Gazette. Uh, Sign in the window says reporter wanted. Uh Teddy, do you have any interest of uh, interest in going in, inside, or are you more comfortable in the car? If you want me to come in, I'll come in. But <clears throat> I don't, I don't know what I would add if it, you're just catching up with some old friends there. Uh, well, I'll, I'll leave it up to you. Uh, but it looks like they are looking for reporters, and that's in my field of work. So uh, maybe I can get a, a foot in the door and maybe find something out. Well, then I'll probably stay here. You don't really want to tag along if you're going to inquire after a job. You're a grown man. You can get a job by yourself. <laughs> I, I can. Thank you very much, Teddy. Uh, and I I step out of the car and <clears throat> make my way to the, uh, the front door. I'll turn the car off and just kind of okay. chill. Yeah, and as, as you step out, Lewis, uh, you see Roy and Archie coming by on their motorcycle. Um, give a wave. You walk up the two steps, open the door. As you open the door, the little bell hits the top. Ding, 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 ding. And uh, you see this kind of short, pudgy man walk out from the back. Round glasses, kind of balding on top, chubby cheeks, kind of uh, uh, bow tie, uh, definite sweat stains. Uh, you here for the job? Uh, actually, I I am. Ah, uh, oh, good. Willard Peck. Have... Willard Peck. Oh, Willard Peck. I've actually read your work. Uh, uh, nice to meet you. My name's Lewis Holloway. Yeah, my work circulates all of Arkham. Yeah. Holloway, huh? Yes. 
What kind of uh, writer, writer, reporter? What do you do? A uh, little bit of uh, investigative journalism. He kind of like furrows his brow a little bit, pushes up his glasses. Ah, into investigating, huh? Uh, yes. All right. Like what? Petty crime? A uh, little bit of petty crime. A little bit of uh, maybe some some business. Yeah. Uh, little, little, little this, little that. Whatever, whatever the Arkham Gazette needs. Well, we're here about putting uh, true stories out there and making sure positive light is shed on the citizens of Arkham. So uh, any other reports contrary are not welcome here. You have to go to the the other paper across the way. Oh, the other paper. Uh, just out of curiosity, what, what's that paper? Ah, it's like the Arkham Bugle. That ah. is real shit paper. So no, uh, I mean, general interest in the in the truth, you said, right? But only the good truth. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, and uh, are you hiring today? But must have saw the sign in the window, of course. I would have taken it down if we weren't hiring. Do you need to see any of my work? Do you have some on you? Do you uh, carry the Times? The Times? L- London Times. <laughs> I thought you sounded kind of funny. Uh, London Times, no. No. no, no. By the way. Uh, I'm sure you've heard of it. What it? What is that in your pocket? Uh, which pocket? That. I see, you got like, whatever pocket you put your dynamite in. Okay. You see, yeah, not the leaf, but the dynamite is kind of like okay. bulging out a little bit. Um, oh, this is just I. I put my my cigars in there. Sure, sure. <laughs> All right. Um, I so, picked it up at uh, the general store. Don't they? Uh, Sell cigars there. Right. That's right. not the man to be behind the counter. All right. So, you want a job. You used to work for the London Time. Right. All right. I may have uh, something for you. Yeah, maybe you have a, a story, something to test my... Yeah, answer. yeah. Uh, you know, you do the first one for free, and then we'll see what happens after. Okay. I can agree to that. Good. Well, we got a call came in late last night. A missing person over in Ross's Corners. Maggie McFurter. Maggie McFurter. Yeah. You find out what happened and uh, let us know. We want They want us to put a missing persons report out, and I'm not willing to do it until we find out for sure. And you don't think that's a job for the police? I mean, are, have they been involved? Well, I'm sure they're on it as well, but they want I us mean, to. I, I will get to the bottom of this. Yes. They want us to put the missing persons in the Arkham Gazette. I'm not going to do it if it's not, if she's True. not truly missing, you see. Right. And you said Ross's corner. Yeah. You know okay. where that's at, Mister London? Uh, I, I do. Thank you. Good, good. Yeah, you do that, and you uh, come back. You make it back. We'll uh, we'll see about more work for you. All right. Um, did you, Have you uh, read? You've read my work. 
course. I, I've, I, yeah, I've, uh, you know, flipped through a couple pages. Good, good. Um, did you, uh, did you say the the bugle was hiring? <laughs> what are you gonna use leverage no. here? You're leveraging my offer, the bugle? No, 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 no. Just curious. No, they aren't hiring. I investigate every thread. They're probably closing their doors. Hmm. At least I hope they are. That's good information to have. Uh, I will look into it. Uh, it was very nice to meet you, sir, and I, I plan on coming back with good news. Yeah, make it quick. Uh, we want to try to get this out ASAP. Or not get it out. I mean, maybe you find Maggie McFurter. She's a runaway. Who knows? Maybe. Uh, any leads at all before I get started? I gave you what I... That's your That's job, everyone. investigator. Okay. I thought we were fellow writers. Maybe you could... Uh, could have given me a hand. Oh. No, I've, that's fine. Uh, nope, that's fine. I, I, uh, I am a writer of powerful prose. You are the investigator. Right. Okay. Uh, well, have a good day, sir. It was very nice to meet you. Very nice. Okay. And I, yeah, tr just turn out the door. Um, and as I head out, I'm going to remove that stick of dynamite. I don't think it, well, I don't know if I'm carrying a pack. I think I'm carrying a pack. I think you have like your, yeah, like satchel. Where, where your, uh, yeah, where your ball pythons in. Yeah, I'm gonna discreetly try to tuck that in there, realizing <laughs> the error of my ways. Um, and uh, everyone's together, maybe hanging out by the car. Yeah. Archie, okay. did did Lewis just take dynamite out of his pocket and put it to his bag? <laughs> might have, Roy. Uh, and actually, I walk I'm up. Shake to Roy. my head at Lewis. <laughs> uh, guys. <laughs> Hi. Um, what did, did Teddy doing? Oh, I was just inquiring about a job. Uh, tell you about that in a minute. I got some interesting uh, news about what I purchased here. My first official purchase here in America. Yeah, you oh. Get a load of this souvenir he wants to take home. <laughs> yes. Yes, it was fascinating. I, you can't buy that in London. Um, the kind gentleman at the general store uh, sold me dynamite. That sounds about right. Right. Is that, uh, he made it seem like it was a very common purchase. I mean, uh, I mean it's a bit more common up, up north, but like down south, when we use it for farming. For farming? Okay. Yeah. Uh, none of you would happen to be professional <laughs> in, in handling such products, would you? I mean, I don't mind carrying it, but the use, uh, I'm not a fan. Of of uh, weapons per se, but he just he sold me on it. I, I couldn't wait a minute. Say wait no. a minute now. You you are a big enough man to buy the dynamite, but now you don't want to use it. Well, I mean, I I, I would carry it. Uh, <laughs> everyone's making it seem like it. this is uh, not not something I should have. If, if if it makes you feel better, Teddy Teddy always gives me a look when I bring the dynamite too. So it's all right. All right. Well, I'll I'll continue to. Hold on I, I don't have it on me right now, though, because, like, why would I have dynamite on me right now? Right. That's <laughs> the that's the look you all keep giving me, so. Uh, <laughs> right. Uh, oh, but I did. I found out some very interesting news. Uh, I got a, a story to in check up on at some point. There's a missing person near Ross's corner. Uh, oh. One Maggie McFurter. Well, that sounds like some fine information. And if I remember, isn't that where the the farmhouse is? Near Ross's corner? 
Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, it seems like we have something to look forward to when we get there. Oh, by the way, uh, Roy opens his mouth and expositions all the information that we learned, uh, we and Archie learned. Gotcha. <laughs> That's a really good way of putting it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You see, we as think mind, we transfer information. <laughs> as you guys are having this conversation, you see uh, Peck pull up the blinds in the in the front window of the Gazette, and and he takes out the, the little placard of help wanted, closes the blinds real quick. Yeah, it looks like you got a job. I uh, I think I did. I'm not getting paid for it, unfortunately, but I did get the start of a job. Hey, it's all right. Is that how they do it here in America? Work first, pay later. <laughs> Looks at the internship program in modern day America. <laughs> we, we don't talk about that. <laughs> I mean, that's still some commentary now. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, you should be getting payment on delivery of your product. Be, be normal. Right. I mean, I wouldn't expect him to pay you right now for a story you're going to deliver in a couple weeks, but I, I'd have recommended you, you didn't you didn't wager or bargain. No, like I did not. I just uh, was. You could have at least got the price of your camera. I would hope that would have been something I should have thought of in the moment. Um, but no, I I didn't. I was just excited to get a job. I came here with nothing but to see Rupert. So. I mean, I don't know if you can call it a job until you get your first paycheck. Right now, it's just a hobby you're doing for somebody else. <laughs> right, little, yes. You're one of those smart, stupid people, ain't you? Uh, <laughs> I now. take offense to that. What? Um, it seems don't, to be Don't true. worry, I'm one of those stupid, smart people. Okay, well, we make a great team then. You did not make this better, Roy. With <laughs> the end to my gang, said. Roy. <laughs> well, I, I wouldn't know, but I, see, I wouldn't know better because I'm stupid. See, uh, but the more pressing matter, gentlemen, is that I would really like to go to the farmhouse or something. It seems yeah, to be our next logical step. Yep. I think we all agree at the same man. time. <laughs> yeah. The only Yeet. other thing we can do is check on uh, Lewis. No, Black. Uh, whoever his name is, Black. Devin Black. Devin Black. What, what, what time of day is it? Have we have we run up on lunchtime? Yeah, I'm going to say it's pushing close to like 1230, 1 o'clock. Okay. How far is the, or how long is the ride out to? Uh, it's about five miles. So, I mean, if you're going 20 to 30 miles an hour, I mean, you do the math. 10, 15 <laughs> minutes. Uh, okay. The train's coming from the sun. <laughs> um, I just wanted to make sure it wasn't going to be like an hour. No, no, out no, that it, way or anything. It's not that far out. Um, actually, I can. I'll, I'll, I'll. Let's move maps. We haven't moved maps in a while. Let's do that uh, here in roll twenty. Let's minus that out. Hey, look, solar. Um. So, you are here in Arkham. In Ross's corner, and you know you have to go uh, north side of the river and connect up in Hamilton, and then you get over to Ross's corner. So, yeah, I'd say about five miles. About five miles. All right. Got nothing well, else to do yeah, for the rest yeah. of the day. I don't, at least. Okay. 
stop by Lucy's and get a sandwich That's before exactly. we head on out. Okay. <laughs> we, we more wonderful flex of things. <laughs> uh... That's Lucy's. I mean, you're the one eating the gravy. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't say you have everything on the plate now. Um, fair enough. Yeah, so let's go back. We're going back to the map. Arkham map. Yeah, we need to cross the river anyway, and Lucy's is on the other side of the river. You're you're oh, you're already on that north side. Okay. What, oh, that's right. You? Yeah, because yeah, you're here at the Arkham Gazette. And then you're you're a block and a half away from Lucy's. I put Tilden Arms on there. That's where Roy, uh, not Roy, uh, Lewis and Archie are staying at, uh, kind of next to the uh, train station. Um, and then this this bridge, going out of town to the west, will take you. Actually, no, you're going to stay on the north side of the river, going uh, to head to Ross's Corners. Excellent. Yeah, I think it. So, hey. This question for the investigative journalist that you might know that Roy certainly wouldn't. If you wanted to find a n somebody who was going off of a name like uh, Devin Black, which is presumably fake, according to what we've been told, uh, how would you go about finding it? Is that a question for me? No, I don't think it's for me. Oh, okay. Like, right. it's, it's like to it. the character, which may <laughs> result may travel in it. To the, to the, yeah. The okay. I'm, I'm not an investigative journalist in real life, so. <laughs> um, you know, there's like some census that is taken where people kind of get counted, and uh, there is a town directory. There. Phone book, yeah, yeah, I would say there's some sort of phone book. Phone book. There are not a lot of, like, phone booths in, in the way that we would think. You know there's one at the hotel in the lobby. I would say Aunt Lucy's probably has one. Okay. Okay. Now, we'll say Lucy's has one. Okay. Well, while we're on our way, I'd like to pick up a phone book and scan through it for, a, for the name. Okay. Yeah, you go into uh, to Aunt Lucy's, and there is a, a payphone there. Um I don't know if payphones existed in 1920, but we're going with it. And there is a, a phone book attached. You uh, give me a library roll, um, even though we are going with. Uh... Okay. Here's my library used to find name. <laughs> yeah, Roy. <laughs> Make sure you check that. You're going to get better at that uh, as we go through. You're scrolling through, and you see you, you know, A's, B's. You get to the blacks. You get to, um, you don't find a Devon black. Mm -hmm. But there is a uh, Marjorie and Ronald under the same address. Okay. Interesting. Or under this, the, they are like Marjorie and Ronald black, and they are, um, coded in the same address okay uh, roy's going to write those names the, okay. the names and addresses down place the phone book back and head on over to the rest of the party okay. uh after we've gotten our food and just go like hey guys uh so i did a little digging uh, through the phone book and i couldn't find the name i mean like i know i know it's thinking i'm stupid i i was looking the wrong the t's or something like i wasn't um he shows you the names, but I did find these. So, 
What's that, Lewis? Oh, no, I said these with a question mark. What'd you find? Uh, he shows you the name and addresses that okay. he found. Okay. Uh, okay. So maybe we uh, need to put that on the docket. Yeah. Suppose so. Ugh. Would it be of any value, like, maybe I could look through that to see if there's any business owned by either of these people? Well, no, you already got the address, so never mind. That wouldn't be... Yeah. That'd be redundant. Um, I have a very important mm. question. Yeah. Uh, Teddy, what exactly does Lucy serve for lunch? Like, we've had dinner and breakfast. <laughs> uh, Getting the rounds, What, what magnificent meal is... Uh, what old Aunt Lucy going to serve us for lunch? Uh, maybe an open-faced meatloaf sandwich or an open-faced chicken and gravy sandwich or... <laughs> well, there's that gravy you, again. You might be able to get a hamburger with gravy. Maybe a ham sandwich. I don't, I don't, you have to ask her what, what's available today. Okay. I don't... I'll be real honest with you. I'm not too picky about what I eat. <laughs> and Lucy's is cheap. And uh, kind of private. So. Behind you, know. you see Roy going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you you guys come in and get your, your normal spot. Lucy, again, sees you come in. <clears throat> Brings over a couple coffees right away. Some gravy with a side of gravy. Uh, you do get some open-faced sandwiches that, of course, have their, their signature gravy uh, almost, like, too much on the top. Uh, you can't really see what the meat is uh, underneath the gravy. You can see that there is a slice of bread under there. Um, but, yeah, gravy, again, is salty as ever. Um, hey, Grim and Perilous Plays hitting us with the raid. Thank you, uh, everyone. Thank you. Appreciate it. You came just in time. <laughs> We're just having uh, open-faced sandwiches. <laughs> you know, like you do. Um, yeah, so you, you are here uh, having lunch. You all get your coffee and sandwiches. Okay. Hey, Gintendo, thanks for the follow. I'm I'm ready to head out to the uh, the building. Yeah, yeah. We, we could just eat this up real quick and... Okay. Yeah. yeah, it's about I'd say one fifteen by the time one one fifteen one thirty by the time you get done here, um, and you are heading out to Ross's Corners. What time does sunset? Just ballpark. Uh, it's April, so we'll we'll say seven thirty. Okay. And not not too not too late, not too early. Uh, so are you taking two vehicles, or are you all riding in the car? Or are you... Uh, I'm, might, might as well. In the car. Okay. Anything else you want to do while you are in Arkham? Uh, not right off, no. Okay. Roy will park his car, because we're, we're around the area where he lives probably, and he'll get in, he'll get in the car. Okay. Park my bike, not car. <laughs> I'm gonna load a uh, uh, some film into the camera on the ride over. Okay. Yeah, well, well, you know how to do this. You've done this enough using the uh, the London Times's own personal camera. <laughs> Ooh, uh, Grim and Perilous just finished playing Alien RPG. That's definitely on my uh, list of nice. to dos. Uh, 
Hopefully it's pretty cool. Uh, all right, so yeah, you guys load up and you start heading, and it's a it's kind of a scenic drive uh, along the river. You get away from the, the the town of Arkham, and it kind of goes back into countryside, and it's a pretty nice uh, ride. You are heading to Ross's Corners. It takes about, I'd say, 15, 20 minutes to get there. Uh, you, you're not pushing it. But you do get to Ross's Corners. It is a small town. As you are pulling up and in, in, into it, you see that there is a gas station and a general store. Other than that, it's it's pretty sparse and kind of spread out. Uh, a lot of uh, individual farm homes that kind of have a plot of land around them. Um, you see uh, that at the gas station is it also doubles as a bus stop and i think roy and archie you would know that a bus comes through in the morning leaving arkham stops there going um further uh west or actually it'd be south and then comes back through in the evening time um you don't have the address itself for the house so I imagine no, you're but I know it's on Boone Road. So oh yeah, you do know it's on Boone Road. You don't know where Boone Road is. That's right. Right. My bad. I'll pull into the gas station. Okay. Um, I'll let uh, you know Lewis, whoever want to ask about missing girl, but I will fill up the gas tank, and when I go in, I'll I'll ask, I'll inquire as to how to get to Boone Road. I can't imagine finding a farmhouse. It's gonna be too difficult. Okay. <clears throat> Yeah, like I said, I'll, I'll head in there too. Okay. Yeah, as you pull up and park, uh, kind of a, a bellhop comes out. A, I don't know, gas monkey. What were they? I don't. There was a name for him. Uh, he comes out and he's station attendant, sir. Yeah, there you go. Uh, <laughs> I like gas monkey more. <laughs> you want me to? Uh, you want me to fill it up? And it's a younger kid. Yeah, I'll, I'll nod to him. All right, coming up, and he's going through the motion. He's kind of clean in your your windows and your your rearview mirrors if you had them um there's an older kind of more grizzled guy sitting uh behind the the counter in this it's it's very small um office kind yeah. of passes through the area but i'm uh i'm looking for boone road do you happen to know how i might get get over that way from here uh i'm i may what you need down in boone road uh, I got a friend that owns an old farm out that way. What's the name of that friend? Merriweather. Ah, Merriweather hasn't been out there for years. You're right. He left some unattended business out that way. I reckon he did. Uh, yeah, I can tell you where it's at. I'd be much obliged. Yeah, get to Boone Road. You're going to go out of town to the west. You're going to turn left down the path. About two miles in. You get to that tree, there's going to be a big old tree. It looks like got hit by lightning. It's uh, You're going to turn right there. It's at the entrance to the driveway. Hate hate to be a bother, feller, but you seem a little bit uh, bit wary about Boone Road. I just mm, nobody goes out there. 
No one goes out there? Something nah. happened out there? That's just out of town, and like I said, Merriweather hasn't been out here for years. Ain't you no one been out there? One at a time, boys. Like, I got two ears, but I got <laughs> two brains. What do you... Roy gives a... After you. <laughs> Uh, I was just going to say, do you happen to remember the last time Meriwether was out there? Yeah, it's going to be... I guess I don't recognize 20 years? It's kind of a... about right. Yeah, it's almost like a running joke that maybe he, uh, he died inside or something and we haven't seen him again. What were you asking him there, Roy? Oh, I was just wondering if anyone lives around here. Lives around there. I uh, not down Boone Road. It's all alone. Uh, well, anywhere I, else around Boone Road? I mean, there are a couple houses on the way. Just a couple farm, a couple farmhouses. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm gonna. Uh... Do any of those houses belong to the McFurthers? McFurther? Mc- right. I think you mean McFurther. McFurther. Sorry. Uh, no, they live here in town. Right. Um, th- are they normally home this time of day? I mean, are most people uh, probably at work? Uh, and then, what, what, just one final question. Have you... Uh, has Maggie been around lately? Does she ever visit the store? Uh, no, I I don't see Maggie. I know that's their, one of their uh, their kids. Um, I want to talk to old uh, Ma Peters at the store over there across the street. Okay, thank you. Kindly. We'll get out of here. Yeah, thank you. We'll get to... I'm uh, <laughs> that's on the house they pay for the gas I pay you or the attendant you can pay Joffrey I'll, I'll head back out and approach the, the attendant to square up uh, it's going to be 35 cents <laughs> I'll uh, pull up my change purse <laughs> <laughs> and uh, count them out 40 cents oh. and pr- don't appreciate it Thank you, sir. He goes. He, yeah, he runs inside and gives uh, the guy inside, and you can see him put one of the coins in his pocket. And he's like, he turns around, stands at the window, like, "When's the next one?" Oh, never. <laughs> <laughs> Tomorrow. <laughs> he was eaten by a genie, and then he died. Uh, I say to the group, um, I, I know we have more pressing matters than my internship will say with the Gazette. Uh, do you think it'd be possible maybe on the way back or maybe later we could take a visit to the general <coughs> store here in town? I mean, we, we came out here to uh, investigate the rumors around this place because if there's some uh, if there's some super supernatural activity or creepiness or whatever happening in that house, you know there's some, well, Okay, I grew up in a small town, and let me tell you this: if there is a creepy house like that, there are kids that are going to go, go daring each other to go go mess with it. 
Alright, so if I could steal just a minute of your time and maybe, you know, head over there real quick, ask a few questions, just see what's going on, and then we can hop on over to the house. Sounds good. It's fine to me. Okay. Alrighty. Was it right next door, you said? Yeah, it was across the street. Across the street, okay. And then I'll just walk over there and head inside. Uh, open the door. What do I, what do I see? Uh, yeah, you see two rows of shelves, okay. one ca- one checkout counter, and you see a... Um, a sh- all you can see behind the row of shelves is, is kind of this hair that's pulled up into a bun, uh, salt and pepper gray, kind of bobbing back and forth. Uh, I just, like, politely, like, knock on... on a shelf or something. Uh, excuse me. Is uh, ah. of- yeah. Let me oh. let me finish sweeping up here. And you can hear the broom now, um, kind of bristling on the floor. She comes walking out of the uh, the aisles with dustpan and broom in hand. Kind of dumps it behind the counter. What do you need? Oh. Can I help uh, you with? Ma Peters. Correct. That's my name. Um, I was actually just sent over from across the street. Uh, I just, could I ask you a few questions? Just about the town. I'm from, I'm from out of town. Uh, I guess, uh, what, go ahead. It's a good thing it's you. Give me that appearance roll. Okay. Uh, Oh, no. Oh, oh. Oh, I don't think we have any uh, re-rolls in the old uh, no. Chatteroonie there. Um, uh, what do you need to know? What, what, you got a question for me? Uh, well, I had some friends, the McFurters, and uh, I was uh, trying to find out where they were, more specifically actually about Maggie. Have you, ah. Has she been? Has she been by lately? They told me I could find her here. Ah, Maggie, Maggie McFurter. Yeah, she did not show up for work today. Oh, she been, was, was she at work? Was she at work yesterday? I was doing a sweeping. Um. Yeah, she was. She got off her shift at about uh, I guess it was around five o'clock supper time. Headed okay. home, I believe. She went home. Uh, did she have any good friends that she was... Did she have any good friends in town? I, I, I know she... No, no friends. This is a small town. Not many people her age. She did uh, tend to horses. Um, over out one of the... Uh, no, uh, kind of, you know, making a few extra coins there for the family. It was out towards... Um, Going out towards the old Merriweather place. At the Merriweather place? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, well, I appreciate your time. Um, thank you so much, and, uh... Well, if you, if you run into her, you tell her she missed her shift at work today, and I'm not quite happy about it. Right, I'll be the first one to tell her, um... Did you guys have a good relationship before? I ah, came? she was a fine young lady. Did fine work, and I didn't mind having her in the store. We talk a lot about those horses that she would tend to. Right. Okay. Nothing seemed out of place the last few days. 
Not at all. Uh, she was, you know, she always had a smile. Right. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, how old? How old was she? Uh, are you asking that, or is I that can a, ask. okay? That's not a character. <laughs> we should ask that. But and, I'm curious. Uh, and, uh, how old was Maggie? I, I wasn't told. Oh, I, you know, I, I mean, I think she was still in school, but I don't know. You never can tell anymore. Kids sometimes go to work, but couldn't have been more than seventeen, eighteen years old. We, we well, also might want to get a description of what she looks like, because I don't think we got that. I guess it's true. Uh, because I feel like I'm asking too many questions now, but uh, maybe I can try. Did, could you just be a journalist. <laughs> <laughs> you literally have a, a thing that says, I get to ask questions. <laughs> I don't have a, I, well, I don't know if I have a badge. Uh, uh, Ma, did, could you give me a brief description in case I do run into it? This would be my first time. Oh, Maggie, she's going to, she's got that strawberry blonde hair. She's got a few freckles on her face. Like I said, always smiling. Was it an eerie smile? You said that a couple times. Or was she just generally a happy person? Yeah. It's not okay. often you run into people that are just happy. Um. <laughs> Somewhere Roy in the back just smiling. Uh, <laughs> uh, could I uh, pick up a Coke on my way out? To, 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 just to thank you for all the help. Uh, I mean, that's going to be a nickel, but yeah, you can. Okay. Uh, sure, sure, of course. And I bought a nickel mm. on the counter. Uh, grab a Coke. Thank you, Ma. I, I appreciate uh, yeah. everything. Yeah. Beautiful town. Beautiful town. You don't have to lie to me. It's definitely a change of scenery from London. Thank you. <laughs> Cranky is reminding me in chat that I have to dance. Um, <laughs> oof. Is there something on the radio? Is that music? <laughs> radio? <laughs> <laughs> So you guys, uh, yeah, you come out and you have, uh, you have your Coke. You have some information about uh, <laughs> Maggie McFurter. And I do think this is where we are going to end the stream for tonight. Uh, had some technical difficulties with my internet. For that, I apologize. Uh, we're in Ross's Corners. Um, it's Ross's Corners. I always, it's plural. I don't know, possessive and plural. Uh, <laughs> can I donate points to negate the dance? I don't even, like, have a dance move like this. Like, I... Running man? Ro robot? Like, that that's it. Uh, if my wife is down... Sprinkler. Yeah, <laughs> sprinkler. My wife can floss, like, that thing. I can't do it. I'm not as coordinated. Uh, there's no strip dancing here. That's TOS violations. Uh, <laughs> we'll keep that off the stream. Uh, but thank you, everybody, for hanging out and sticking through the um, <laughs> the uh, technical difficulties. Uh, you guys got tons of information, and mm -hmm. uh, we'll see where – like. You're in a good spot. I'm happy you're here, uh, but you got you got a lot of stuff uh, coming out that 
And, you know, I don't want to say too much. We'll keep it at that. But uh, anyways, we're going to end this stream. We will not be back next week, Tuesday. Uh, like I said, we got some uh, conflicts going on. So I will not be here. So we're going to take a week off. We will come back the week after that for session three of uh, Beneath the Umbral Veil. Um, you can catch us here tomorrow night for our Wild Mount game. And uh, again on Monday for Star Wars. So we got stuff uh, lined up for you. Thank you, everybody that followed tonight. We appreciate it, uh, making that climb to 1,000, uh, working towards that giveaway. Uh, thank you, everybody in chat, for hanging out. Uh, thank you, players, for uh, the, the fun times. We got some, some stuff going down. I like it a lot. Uh, and with that, I guess I'm the one that end, ends the stream. I forgot I was going to uh, just forget that and just go. But I'm going to end the stream. I'm going to say goodbye. We're going to a different scene here. Uh, and with that, we'll say peace out.